Welcome to the Truckers Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fings. All right, we're back. Episode 85. Let's do a little dance for our listeners. Uh, we're dancing. All right, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Gangsters don't dance. We boogie. <laughs> All right, man. Um, it, it's kind of crazy. We talked about this multiple times, but this goddamn Popeye's chicken sandwich is back. Oh, my God. Motherfuckers are getting high blood pressure all over again. <laughs> Yo, um, I think me and Keith talked about this, and I think that the, the what's going on with Popeye's is a classic case of FOMO. And mm. FOMO. Not homo, FOMO. Like I said, FOMO. <laughs> is that word? I heard that word is disrespectful. No, it's not. It's just the fear of missing out. No, it, not FOMO. I meant homo. Uh, like I said, FOMO. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm It's really not. It, it's, it's, it's short for, first of all, we, we need to be clear on what homo means. Homo is also the process of how you, uh, how you make milk. It's homogenized, homogenization. So homogenization is one way of, of processing milk, and the other one is pasteurization. So it can mean many things. So when someone says homo, I don't really think that that's offensive. It's it, The context is what matters. Mm. Like, what are you talking about when you say it? I don't call anybody that. Yeah, well, I haven't heard it in a while, but yeah. just, you know. But if we're talking about sexual orientation, <laughs> then I, they probably just prefer to be called gay. Yeah, but I don't know, man. There's so much, uh, so many pronouns nowadays. It'd be like, I'm not gay. Don't call me that. <laughs> like, is gay or is gay worse than? Never mind. All right, we can talk about chicken. All right, back to the chicken before Keith fucked this up. All right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's a classic case of FOMO, um, fear of missing out, and I think people will basically people have okay here's an example have you ever you know you know went clubbing or went to certain events or whatever and you go out with your friends and it's not that interesting but the day that you decide not to go out all of a sudden your friends hit you up oh man you had to be there it was dope oh this was cool this that and the third and you have this feeling as if you almost missed out on something Mm -hmm. and i think that's where fomo comes from you don't want to be the person that misses out on this opportunity or this experience. You want to be like everyone else who experienced this one thing. So you're going to do extra to have that same shared experience. But let's be clear, folks. This is just a goddamn chicken sandwich. It is literally fried chicken on a bun with a pickle. And people are losing their fucking minds. And somebody died. They got stabbed to death in the line for a chicken sandwich. Are you serious, man? I hope that person that murdered that person gets a death penalty, but they just continually like feed them chicken, and then they just choke to death. No, they ain't got to choke. They're going to die from fucking high blood pressure eating that shit. Nah, that's going to take too long. I need them to die fast. No. (laughs) (laughs) They ain't dying fast enough. All of a sudden, Colonel Sanders is going to show up. (laughs) I heard you're trying to kill this young man. I heard he was eating my chicken, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, yeah, this shit is stupid, man. Is I have not had the chicken sandwich yet, Mm -hmm. so people are gonna say, "Well, you haven't had it yet, so you don't know." Let me tell you something. I've been eating chicken for thirty four fucking years, okay, and I'm not a fried chicken connoisseur or anything. I don't Mm -hmm. be sitting back just testing out fried chicken. I'm not like a fried chicken lab rat or nothing. But at the same time, I have a general like a general idea of what this tastes like, and it just doesn't excite me. Yeah. If you've been eating chicken for thirty four years, did you have a little Gerber baby, uh, little Gerber baby, little chicken? Uh, 
I had a um I had what you call you know those little meals they call them like starter packs or something yeah yeah I had like a junior chicken sandwich <laughs> I being had a, an infant chicken is wild I, I had a Capri Sun version of a Popeye chicken sandwich when I was like two months old <laughs> getting me ready for the real world <laughs> when that I was, was a baby crazy. they got me ready for the real world man they got me a little Popeye chicken sandwich and a little briefcase you know that, so go to those Gerber baby little things be crazy they look so they fucking like, nasty yeah they look nasty and they'd be like flavored and you could tell and kids be the the most honest yeah if you try to feed them the little peas version or yeah. the little greens version that's but that stuff right out you know the, the gerber <laughs> gerber baby food looks like the same shit that come out of baby's ass oh god yeah <laughs> that's not good it ain't good yeah. man it looked like that slop they used to give you at lunchtime <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cafeteria lady with that big ass hairnet, <laughs> fucking piece of the hair, yeah, all in the food. You be like, like bubbling oh. when you get it. I'm like, nasty. Oh man, yeah, that shit's nasty. But yeah, this Popeye shit is stupid as a motherfucker, man. Somebody said something that was hilarious. I, I posted something on Facebook and I said, uh, I said people will do more for a Popeye's chicken sandwich. No, I forgot what I said. Oh, people basically give more effort. I have to see, read it verbatim. Talk about going to the gym. Yeah, it was, but it was basically like that. It that it was basically like people will give more effort to wait in line for a Popeyes chicken sandwich to, than to get a gym membership. Mm-hmm. And it's actually true. Yeah, because motherfuckers will wait for Black Friday. They will wait for a chicken sandwich, but ain't nobody in the gym. Like, what is, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. So they'll wait to the New Year. Mm. Oh yeah. Go like two weeks. I think, um, yeah, it's pretty much the same sentiments you you had to say. People just scared to have a conversation with someone and not be uh, a person that's ate the chicken sandwich yet. Right. Yeah, that's pretty much what it boils down to. Because at the end of the day, like you said, it's chicken. You know, chicken chicken is everywhere. You can go to churches and get chicken. You can go to... You can get a KFC, you can get chicken at Albertsons, you can get chicken at Food for Less, wherever. All, right. all these places sell chicken and, you know, you can make the same type of chicken sandwich at the house or you could get it, you know, at any other restaurant. But for whatever reason, um, this whole wave of, you know, social media and, you know, you're hearing people getting killed. Like, dang, I wonder if this chicken is really worth dying over. I got to try that. Right. Yeah. So, right. <clears throat> it's just it's just a bunch of nonsense, really. Remember that song with T-Pain back in the day? What's that? Uh, the stri- I'm in love with a stripper. Yeah, they they've changed it in 2019. I'm in love with a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sprung <laughs> on the chicken. <laughs> Got me doing this. <laughs> yeah, niggas like T Pain for this chicken sandwich, man. Yeah. They are out in the line with motherfucking auto tune. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. They're like, ooh. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. People, you need to value your health, too, as well. I'm seeing, if you got high blood pressure, you should not be eating that chicken sandwich, man. Mm -hmm. Bottom line. Like, you need to motherfucking eat some shit with less sodium. One, I remember I gave the stats last time we talked about the chicken sandwich. I forgot them because it was a while ago we talked about it. Like, we don't waste too much time talking about things like this. Cause there's not much value to it. It's just it's hilarious. Like it's it's almost like from the outside looking in, we're just like, like what, like how is this possible? Yeah. This is I don't know. It's 
it's it's just threw me for a loop. I don't even really know what to say. Yeah, it's just a bunch of nonsense, and uh, uh, that's pretty much all it boils down to. Yeah, chicken, so, stay away from it, please. Yeah. So if you if you've eaten a chicken sandwich and you really think it's all you know it's great, then good for you, man. But if you're gonna wait forty minutes in line, I don't know what kind of line of work you do. But you got too much goddamn time in your hands because I'm not waiting in the line for 40 minutes for a chicken sandwich. Yeah, that's wild. That shit. Uh, uh, little little Boosie did a, a video on Facebook. He like I had my little nigga wait in line for 40 minutes and nine seconds, and this this shit regular, bro. This a regular chicken sandwich, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's pretty much all it is. Yeah, man. Yeah. We'll move on because the more I talk about the sandwich, it just seems like Keith is less enthusiastic about. Yeah, about I just it. don't care about like <laughs> a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Keith is like, yeah, man, you. let's talk about pussy now. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Chuck. That's my favorite subject. <laughs> All right, guys, pussy juice, pussy juice, pussy juice. <laughs> oh dang! Oh man, hey, that'd be crazy. Keith could do like a. Um, like a, a a new instead of the candy man you know if you look in the mirror and you say candy man three times <laughs> then the candy man pops up and he's like candy <laughs> keith would be like pussy juice pussy juice, pussy juice. <laughs> and then some thick white girl just come out of nowhere <laughs> oh, man. oh man all right that's all the thick white girls out there yeah shout out to y'all all right, <laughs> all right. switching gears uh, <laughs> uh, uh birthdays shoot. Um, yeah. I think there sometimes people create like a negative, uh, like a, I guess there's like a negative connotation behind um, birthdays for some reason. People mm-hmm. will be like, and it's it's hilarious to me, especially being as I'm almost in my mid thirties and I'm still relatively young, but I'm getting older. So I don't when I get older, I don't say things like, "Fuck, I'm turning thirty five. Oh my god, I'm getting so old." Mm-hmm. I think age is a beautiful thing when you're doing the right things in life. When you're when you're making strides to be your higher self and you get older, that's one step closer to where you want to be. I know what by the time I'm 40, I'm going to be doing some boss shit, man. Yeah. That's I'm going to be doing some boss shit. I'm going to be writing paychecks and mm-hmm. um having sex on the beach. So I, I think <laughs> <Nice> that <too. laughs> I think that it's not something to be sad about. Mm-hmm. I see people saying, "Oh God, I'm turning 27. I'm so fucking. I'm getting so fucking old." Yeah, and it's like, will you shut the fuck up? Yeah, you you, you you're only doing that because you must not be accomplishing anything. Mm-hmm. And if you were accomplishing something, then you wouldn't mind getting older because it's just that's one step closer to reaching where you want to be. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of a it's kind of a it's, it tells a story. Yeah. You know, that's just my POV on it. Yeah, I agree. I think um, the people that I hear um, saying the most negative things come from people that aren't doing uh, what they want to do in life. Right. You know, and and part of it is that like people that are just aren't doing anything and they're just, you know, complaining about getting older. But part of it is just people that feel like they're not in the place that they want to be. Right. And, you know, to those people, you got to understand um it's time you have a you have a lot of time but you don't have a lot of time um and when you're in it as far as like this nigga i gotta put my Let's shit on go ahead man only a, uh gotta put it a on person over one. 34 would uh you know not have their phone on vibrate shut up nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah they uh but yeah i i think you know to all those people out there that feel like they're in this position and they're getting older and they haven't accomplished all the things that they want to want to do in life. 
yet. Um, just think about the word yet, you know, and you, you still have an opportunity every day to strive for whatever you're striving for. And don't look at don't look at your age as getting older. Look at look at it as a blessing to still be alive, you right. know, a blessing that you still have an opportunity to, um, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. But if you're living today and you are because you're listening to this, take that opportunity to strive for something. You know, if you want to be you, uh, if you want to own your own business, do some research or, you know, uh, meet up with some people, you know, find a mentor, stuff like that. Uh, go read some books um, and make. And make progress towards these things because there's many, many examples, and I don't care how old you are. There's many examples of people that are older than you that probably started later than you and still ended up accomplishing great things, right? You know, so you know, even me myself, um, you know, I say all the time, there's guys like Jay Z, J Cole, Eminem, all these guys. When it came to uh, putting out their first albums, they were all around my same, all around the same age as me. Right. So it's like you can never um, just use your age as uh, as a as a blessing. You know, you're you're more mature when you start to, you know, get into these things, because sometimes if you know, we all wish we were millionaires at the age of 18. Right. But who knows what your maturity level would have been like if you came across that kind of money. Right. You know, you know God may have put you in this. Yeah. position later in life because he knew you would be more mature when you were when you were a little older yeah sometimes your blessing is bigger than your uh than your uh your, sometimes the blessing is bigger than your maturity so you could be a guy that is just thrusted into this 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 extreme success but you're so stupid you're only 20 years old that you're chasing all this pussy you're fucking all these chicks no condoms getting all these chicks pregnant all of a yeah. sudden you you fall from the top and you got all this child support to pay because that's what happens to a lot of young guys because mm-hmm. I don't care how, how if, if you're popular with women if you're not mm-hmm. if you get thrusted into this world where you got this top-notch women coming at you models and you're fucking yeah. all these chicks and you're basically you are in a position that you're not mature enough for because you put me right I'm freaking 34 if chicks start throwing pussy at me I'm gonna fuck some of them but if you're gonna, you, start, <laughs> catching, you're gonna start catching that pussy yeah I'm gonna be catching it I'll be catching that pussy like an outfielder. Like catching I'm that pussy I, like Jerry Rice. I'll be catching that pussy like a left fielder for the Dodgers. <laughs> I'll be catching that pussy like Yasiel Puig. The pussy catcher? I'll be, I'll be catching, that, catching that pussy like a young King Griffey with the Mariners. <laughs> yeah. The golden gloves of pussy catchers? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. So it's... it's let, me, let me sip my uh, Dasani. <laughs> <laughs> the finest pussy juice. Yeah, this podcast has been sponsored by Dasani. Only the top quality pussy juice. <laughs> All right, man. But yeah, uh, if I'm put in that position, I'm much more mature in the sense that I'm not going to obviously deprive myself, but I'm going to be selective of who I deal with. And that's just only one aspect of what Keith's talking about. Yeah. Um, But... It, it all, it all, it all, it's all full circle. But yeah, yeah, let's yeah. get back to the initial thing with the birthdays. Um, birthday to me is it's just another day for me, but it's it's a day that I appreciate. I just I like to reflect. Mm-hmm. You know, from the next time I have my birthday in March, March eighth, uh, to all the podcast listeners who give mm-hmm. a shit by that yeah, time, yeah, um, I'm gonna be happy because I've accomplished more at 35. Yeah, Snapchat on your last birthday was pretty lit, huh? What was it? You got some pictures in there? 
I don't remember. So what? nudies in your uh Oh backpack. yeah. Yeah. I don't know if she's listening, but I'm just gonna bring up the story anyways. <laughs> um I, I, I mentioned on uh <laughs> I mentioned on uh Snapchat and uh was it on Snapchat? It was only Snapchat. I said, you know, and I was just playing around. I said, hey, my birthdays, I don't really I'm not a big fan of mentioning my birthday like that, but since it is, like, hey, you know. Feel free to inbox me or tell me happy birthday, whatever, right? Just, you know, just for the sake of, you know, cracking a joke. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I also said I I uh, gladly accept EB, EBT and nudes. So if you send me some nudes, then that, that'll work also. Mm-hmm. And then this chick was like, oh, so nudes will work or whatever. And I was like, LOL, yeah. And then I get a legitimate nude. I got like two booty pics and a mm-hmm. full frontal nude. I was like, damn. Yeah, that's a lit birthday. Yeah, what dude. more could you ask for? I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and she's pretty. She's pretty good too. She's yeah. a little bit older, you yeah, know, but she's pretty hot. Nice body, man. Yeah, nice body. Can't I was like, man. But I don't. I don't. I don't fuck girls that listen to the podcast because I, I want to, you know, keep that, you know, fan uh, or not. I won't say fan, but uh, listener and you know. Uh, penis relationship separate. Yeah. I be dicking them down. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just playing. laughs> like, did you did you listen to episode sixty nine? <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. This nigga Keith be wild, man. <laughs> Keith be fucking these chicks till his glasses fly off. <laughs> Especially in the summertime, I be sweating too. They must be getting fogged up. Yeah, <clears throat> Keith be hitting it, and then he his glasses fall off, and then he he don't know where the pussy is no more. Oh, it's comedy. Like, ah, oh, what the heck? <laughs> this pussy is a microcosm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> oh, dang. This pussy is a microcosm. <laughs> this pussy is molecular. Molecular pussy. Oh, oh my God. man, this nigga's stupid. <laughs> Keith is so smart. He says like things that turn women off during sex. Like he'll be having sex with a chick, and he'll be like, "Oh, this is some good deoxyribonucleic uh, deoxyri- <laughs> acid." <laughs> oh, oh my God, you stupid! Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, telling a girl she got some good DNA is the wildest thing, bro. That's crazy, man. That'd be crazy. Keep be arguing with her. She'd be like, "You like this pussy?" He'll be like, "I prefaced that by stating earlier that this pussy was great, so I'm not disagreeing with you." It's like, just stop talking. Just fuck me. <laughs> oh, oh man i can't turn it off i ain't even got no dirty bag of tricks so i just start you know using big words like microcosm you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh dang the buoyancy of this pussy is just great <laughs> <laughs> the viscosity of this pussy juice is so mo- 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 molecularly uh <laughs> Oh man! Oh, this nigga's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 
was yeah, funny. man. Uh, uh, all in all, though, man, uh, <laughs> <laughs> birthdays are not a bad thing. They're not yeah. something to say, oh, God, I'm getting so old. Oh, I can't believe that. You're going to keep doing that if you're not. It's a telltale sign. People that do that shit, they're not accomplishing anything. Yeah. They're looking at their birthday as a burden <laughs> instead of a blessing. Yeah. And if you're getting older and you feel like you're not accomplishing anything, then you, you better change it now because we're living to basically we're put on this earth and inevitably we die. OK. Yes. When I die, I don't want any regrets. There, I want people to say that guy, Eddie, man, that motherfucker that he never stopped. This dude released podcasts. I want to be like the black Joe Rogan. OK. Yeah. yeah. Not I don't want to bite back bite off of what he's doing, but I want thousands of episodes. Yeah. I want this. Sh- I want to take this shit to the top. So knowing that that's what I want to do, when it's all said and done for me, people are going to look at me and say, man, that guy's 68 years old. I remember when he was 34 doing this shit, I was, you know? So it means a lot. I think I think the, uh, your birthday is like a record. Mm-hmm. It, it's telling a record. You create like you create almost like a paper trail of the things you've done mm-hmm. year to year. And it's important, man. And I think it's been more significant since I've been doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I just have a whole new lease on life, and it's it's beautiful, man. Yeah, for sure, man. I think that um, if we, you know, kind of wrapping everything up, if we just use that same um same thought process you had when you were oh, yes that designing pussy juice. Sorry, man. In the spot, <clears throat> that, that was some good water, man. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm tearing that water up. You hear that bottle? <laughs> oh. Oh, God. Yeah. Use less plastic, okay? No, but um, <laughs> but if we adopt that same mentality you had, remember when you were, you know, five years old, six years old, and your birthday was coming up, you'd be right. so excited. Or yeah. when you finally hit sixteen, when you finally hit eighteen, um, or up until twenty-one, if it was like those were the birthdays you were excited about, and then you know after that, for whatever reason, people lose that that joy yeah you know when their birthday comes around so i think we just need to adopt that pre 21 year old self and you know bring that into Uh into the now and uh i think you'll be good i I think that that has to do with people not reinventing themselves And, and the reason why i say that is because when you're you know 16 whatever you are there's there's like this there's this road that people go down when you're 16 you're old enough to drive yeah so there's some significance to that now you're like yeah i could drive when you turn 18 now you can fuck older people so you're like yeah i can fuck whoever i want you know um r kelly could pee on me legally now (laughs) (laughs) um and or you could buy cigarettes at 18 or porn or whatever Mm -hmm. and then when you turn 21, you're like, I could go to clubs now. I could yeah. drink alcohol at clubs with people 21 and old, older. Yeah, yeah. And then after 21, you kind of lose that that uh, that buzz, I guess you can say. That's another plateau. You hit mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I think it's 33. You mm-hmm. could run for president or something like that. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, there's nobody running for president. <laughs> people are not even the president of their own fucking homes. <laughs> Yeah, the, people oh, don't. Funny. Yeah, once after the twenty one, most people they're just they just fucking they they flame out. So yeah. I think that people. Oh, you have the uh, what is it like sixty when you be you get your a, AARP joint going on and nobody's looking for it. Yeah. 
I mean, I guess the discounts. Yeah, the discounts are great. Yeah, the discounts are great, but your dick barely works now. <laughs> your discounts work, but your dick don't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you right now, dude. I don't care about it. Hey, dude, I don't care about any discounts as long as I can fuck in my 60s. That yeah. works. Yeah. That works for me, gotta man. Keep the blood flowing, man. You got That's why it's important to work out, man. You yeah. got to stay on it. Yeah. Got to stay. You keep that blood flowing. <clears throat> look, you got to realize your, your penis is almost like a muscle. Yeah. You know, if you're not getting blood all the way through your body, yeah, all the time, then your shit's not gonna work right, man. If you're a guy that just drinks beer all day and you sit on the couch and you fart, then you know, hey, yeah, then your, your blood's not flowing right. You, mess, you still mess with the blue chews, man. You keep bringing that shit up. Yes, was, I do do okay. the blue chews here and there. I was thinking about using. I was just asking. Yeah, man, you know, I'll shoot you some after the podcast. But okay. no, um, blue chew for all those that don't know what that means. Um, it's like a sexual enhancer. Yeah. It, it's I don't need it, but it is like it is. I don't know, bro. It's kind of hard to explain. Yeah. It just enhances your sexual experience. Yeah. So for all those guys that are curious about blue chew, I strongly suggest you try one. I heard I heard this thing called um, honey. Heard it was pretty cool. Similar. Huh? It's, a, it's some honey. It's like a liquid form, and you just like basically. Really? Yeah, it comes in a little pack. My boy was telling me about it. Wow. It's a similar thing. So it's like, does it taste like honey? I heard it. He said it was pretty good. Wow. Yeah. It's not a. He said he don't like pills. So. Oh wow. Um. He just do the little. It's like a little. Uh, I don't know. The pill. thing about blue chew though is, I sometimes <clears throat> I'll be feeling. Sometimes I'll be feeling kind of bad though. Because if you take a blue chew, and I mean, you don't, I never told a chick like, hey, I took this pill, you know. Yeah. It's just different because you just be tearing that stuff up. But after that, <laughs> do, are they expecting that same super performance dick every time? Uh, I don't know if women really, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know, man. They, they might be expecting it, but women don't always want to get blasted every time. Yeah. That's Sometimes true. women just like, they want to just, they want that, uh. They want that slow dick, man. They want that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they want, you know, they don't always want to run sprints. They yeah. want to, you know, get on the elliptical sometimes. They yeah. want that elliptical dick. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to switch it up every now and then, huh? Yeah, man. Just yeah. switch it up sometime, man. Spice it up. Mm-hmm. You know, try Blue Chew, man. Blue, uh, blue, uh, uh, a discount code, uh, Trucker, <laughs> Trucker 10. <laughs> They should really sponsor this podcast because I legitimately too. have taken Blue Chew before. Yeah. I've literally taken it. I'm not ashamed. It's not like I don't have, a, uh, what do you call it, ED or a erectile dysfunction. Yeah. I don't have that. Mm-hmm. But this shit is good, man. Yeah. When something works, I mean, you don't question it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you know that Gatorade will give you more energy, mm-hmm. then you'll drink a Gatorade, right? Yeah. So this is Gatorade for your dick. <clears throat> there you go. All right. Some, some electrolytes in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> Electrifying dick. <laughs> LeBron James do a commercial. Is your dick tired? <laughs> that nigga, that's funny. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we got way off topic. Yeah. But yeah. Birthdays mm-hmm. are awesome. Um, and tell your dick don't work. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I don't... <laughs> And I don't go crazy over my own birthday because I'm not one of those people that, you know, there's some people that are like, oh, it's my birthday month. I'm like, birthday month? <laughs> it's singular, not plural. Yeah. It's a day, you not wasn't a month. You every day this month. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. I just think people don't really have shit going on, so they look for something 
to get attention. And people use their birthday for attention. Like, yeah. To the point to where it's annoying. Like, yeah. it's my birthday, girl. I'm like, oh, it's your birthday today? No, nah, it was my birthday three weeks ago, but, you know, I'll just celebrate mine's a whole month. It's like, oh, my God, That's shut wild. up. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. People, Some people just like attention. For me, I, I don't really care about birthdays that much just because I don't like attention. Right. But those are the kind of people that just love, you know, whatever is lacking in their life to where they need attention constantly um, arises on that birthday month, but. I don't you, get it. You can tell when a girl wants to give you some pussy on your birthday. When they be like, happy birthday. So what are you doing tonight? Yeah. You be like, shit, you hopefully. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Use some of this blue chew on your ass. <laughs> it's going to feel like your birthday. <laughs> Trying to pound that cake. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to blow your candles out. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Trying to put some icing on that cake. Yeah. <laughs> the viscosity of the <laughs> <laughs> the molecular structure of his <laughs> vagina is crazy. <laughs> oh. oh, man. The, the vaginal walls of this vagina. Definitely something of the sort. The frictional matter of this vagina is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. Oh, man. That would be crazy. Fucking Bill Nye is narrating the, t- the whole time you're having sex. That would be crazy. Uh, oh, that's man. crazy. Oh, man. Bill, 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 Bill. Before Bill Nye, there was this guy named Beekman's World. You remember that? Mm-mm. Ah, you, any of the older listeners here, at least in your 30s, you remember Beekman's World. Uh-huh. It was it was like, I think Bill Nye was out at the same time, but Beekman's World was like another mm-hmm. like spinoff. It was like some science thing. Yeah. It was just like some, I don't know, it was just like how many times people fart in a day. Just yeah. all kind of weird scientific facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think um, I just came up with another acronym. So uh, a few episodes ago, um, we posed the question: Does anybody know what MP stands for? Oh fuck! The people still haven't um, figured it out yet. But this is going to be uh, like a newer one we can use because you can't. I can't be out in public saying pussy juice like that. So uh, I'm gonna just start calling it PJ. Oh, that is so dope. <laughs> That is so dope. <laughs> Team PJ. That'd be a cool fucking merch, man. Yeah. Team mm. PJ. There you go. Yeah. And you know, me and Eddie, we could be out in public. Somebody, somebody no. walked by that got some. And, and because they're they're tightening up on the emojis, like you can't use peach emojis or that mm. little water emoji anymore. Yeah. So now all you do is put like Team PJ, and you yeah. put a little fucking guy swimming in a swimming uh, emoji. That'd be dope, man. Yeah. And nobody's gonna know what it means. Yeah. Except, except for the people the that listeners. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's so dope. Some of our listeners got some good PJ too. They sure do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Only the finest. <laughs> Aquafina and <in> that mother. <laughs> <laughs> this is completely off topic, but uh earlier I was at the store at the store. I was at Albertsons and the the, the names of these off brand cereals are fucking hilarious. Yeah. Oh man. I gotta go to my fucking. Oh, I seen your little post. I forgot what it's called. It's called. Uh, it's like rice cups or something. Uh, no. Rice plates or something like. That. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious, mm-hmm. man. I gotta take this off airplane mode real quick because I have to show. I have to say this. It's fuck. The name was absolutely hilarious. Motherfuckers hitting my shit. As soon as I open it up. Fucking hilarious, man. Where is it at? Where is it at? It's in my story. 
Oh, rice pockets. Rice pockets. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> oh my god, man. <laughs> Who the fuck is eating rice pockets? <laughs> That's a, that just sounds so depressing, man. <laughs> What'd you have for dinner? Rice pockets. My yeah. mom wasn't she didn't make me dinner, so I ate some rice pockets. <laughs> You know what's funny? If somebody come in your house and they see ripe rice pockets sitting on the counter, they're going to call CPS on you. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to know who is the the person or people that eats those flavorless cereals? Old people. Ah, that's crazy. Old people that's probably possibly diabetics or Cuz even when black families or black moms be buying those tasteless um cereals, we always used to pour sugar in there. Of course. So it's like, you might as well have bought the cereal with the sugar in there. But that's not what you do when you're poor, man. You got to improvise. You're right. Sugar is probably a little cheaper. Yeah. yeah. I've seen motherfuckers buy Honey Nut Cheerios and pour sugar on it. You like Honey nigga, Nut Cheerios? It's already cereal on it. I mean, it's already fucking sugar on it. Yeah. Like, did you, you, you not, Yeah. These the same motherfuckers that's eating two uh, Popeye's chicken sandwiches now. Yeah, he gonna be in a glucose coma. Man, I know some motherfuckers my age that look like they're about two days away from being done. <laughs> you be like, bruh, I seen this dude that used to play basketball. I'm not gonna say no names, but I ran into him at the, uh, the, at the boxing event. Yeah. And I was like, hey, what's up, bro? He's like, hey, what's up? And this nigga look like the Michelin man. I was like, uh, fuck. <laughs> This guy used to be skinny, play basketball. He was yeah. quick. He had good moves. I'm like, dude, you went from Chris. I mean, from fucking. Uh, uh, you went from hardened to to heart attack. Hardened to soften. Oh man, yeah. yeah. This, this nigga, you got to be mindful of your weight, man. You do, man. You do. This nigga looks like a science project. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you this is what you look like when you eat too many Popeye's chicken sandwiches. <laughs> and he'd be standing there like, hey man, don't be talking about me like that. You know those uh you know those uh those terrible infomercials with the diet pills or whatever. Oh yeah. And they show the, the like the desaturated video of the person grabbing their stomach and yeah, but, down. Yeah. like one of those. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody be fat, he'd be like, Do you have a problem seeing your cock? <laughs> Has it been four or five years? Try these these diet pills. <laughs> like, yeah, ever since I took Vitaclean, I've been able Vita to clean? I've been able to see my cock and it's been great. My wife loves it and we have a great time. <laughs> and then they kiss at the end. Yeah, then that they kiss. Stupid, and yeah. there'd be some random old black dude that barely could uh, that fucking forgets what he's saying. Yeah. Be like, uh, I, do, I I take Vitaclean and it's good and um uh, it worked for me, and I love it. Uh, thank you, Vitaclean. Oh my God, that's not me. <laughs> he was like, "Man, will you leave this old black yeah, man alone?" He was yeah. minding his business. Vitaclean re- re- uh, rejuvenated our relationship. She wasn't getting good dick at all, but now she's getting good dick on the daily. Shout out to Vitaclean. <laughs> <laughs> she getting good dick by the day. My neighbor is fucking her. <laughs> Oh man, those testimonials be so fake. Be so fake. Like, and in a once it is sometimes the like the person will be almost crying, like fake crying. Like before I did this, I didn't know what I was gonna do, but Vita Clean helped me, and now <laughs> I'm like, with my family, and it just I don't know. Like shut the fuck up. <laughs> they paid you fifty dollars to do this fucking commercial. 
Shut the man. Shut uh, up. Just terrible acting overall. Just shut terrible. up, man. Terrible, terrible. terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stupid, man. Let's move on. Uh, switching gears. Mm-hmm. Emma Watson. Uh, she was asked about her relationship status uh, recently, mm-hmm. and she stated that she was self-partnered. Um, I don't know. I just think people are just constantly trying to come up with these new ways to like. I guess redefine what being single is. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, all she had to say is she was single, but she said yeah. she's self partnered. But that's you can't do that because uh, to be partnered means that that's two, and if there's only you, then that means you're single. So it's yeah. singular, not plural. Yeah, you can't just make up shit. Yeah, <laughs> self partnered to me means feels like um, she can't get no boyfriend so every night should just be pulling out the bzzz. bro these these women got all kinds of sex mm-hmm. these sex toys be they be having nine inch dildos that, that flip around and shit yeah they be like <laughs> that, that nigga andrew Shaw said uh something about like the new toys that the women be having yeah he was like yeah the the toys start doing the millie rocking the pussy now <laughs> 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 that dildo be millie rocking in that pussy. If that if that dildo is millie rocking, I can't do shit. I can't Telling do. You, dude, I'm telling you, these dildos are so or whatever the fuck they are, sex toys. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to toy shame women, right? You could use your toys because look, if you're a, a independent woman that yeah. don't need no man, then you gonna numb your pussy out with these fucking uh, toys. Have have you have a girl ever put out some type of vibrator when you was hitting her? Nah. They never yeah. pulled it out. Yeah. I don't know. But who knows? They could have, right when they left my apartment, they could have left. And then all of a sudden, put them. as soon as they get in the car, yeah. they're just like, yeah. Eddie just didn't do it for me. I like vibrator better. They, these these vibrators is aggressive. Yeah. It sound like a pit bull in that pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I was hitting a girl. I was hitting a girl once and she pulled that mug out. It felt wow. really weird. Wow. Like, this mug is different. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. She had a her her sex toy was from Tesla. <laughs> she got an Elon Musk deal though. <laughs> Elon Musk will come out with a fucking se- with a sex toy. That mug is sell out too. It'd be named like the Model XTWY. <laughs> Some weird fucking nerd shit that he made up. That's wild, man. Yeah, man. That's pretty crazy. That battery might blow up in that pussy. <laughs> 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 Pow. <laughs> I want know Apple to come out with something. Yeah, I think that them. actually happened. Seriously, a sex toy was uh, exploding. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's bad. I yeah. feel bad. That's why you need a real dick? You know, you call K Oh, Jay, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's man. Funny. Yeah, I seen but, a thing on uh, Twitter and some girl. Um, I don't know what she. What her profession, what her or her job was, but um, basically she had a, a calendar and mm-hmm. she had a dick appointment. Wow! <laughs> I was like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah schedule dick. Oh yeah, women, dude. Women, they're not out here celibate, bro. They're not. Yeah. Dude. They're human. They're just like us. <clears throat> you know, even if they ain't getting dick down all the time, they got the dick appointments on lock. Yeah. They'll be like, ah, oh, yeah, well, yeah, Jeffy's. Yeah, Jeff is starting to slack. Let me call Gilbert back. Dang. Yeah, mm-hmm. all Gilbert's in a relationship now. Let me hit up Tommy. Dang. 
They yeah. had a Rolodex. Yep. And then, you know, they got Rolodex. that. They got that one black guy in the rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me call Taekwon over. Ah, you know, Taekwon always available because that nigga ain't got no job. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dang. <laughs> like, hey, Taekwon, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, nothing. Just playing 2K. What's up? <laughs> Oh dang. That's foul. Oh dang. <laughs> Call Taekwon up at 4 a.m. This nigga playing Call of Duty. Oh, oh smoking a blunt. That was crazy. Dang. Niggas with no jobs got all the weed. Yeah. Even that would be horrible. Imagine you have a girlfriend, wife, whatever, mm-hmm. and you're, you know, you're a working class guy. You're busting your ass. You're going to work all the time and holding your family down and you come in one day and some dude's fucking your wife or your girlfriend and there's some nigga with no job i would be oh my god i would just be livid we work like you know you put in so much you're not working for women right you know what i mean but in the back of your mind in hindsight it's like yo i'm putting myself in that upper yeah you know the upper echelon so i can have the pick of the litter right some nigga with no job that played 2k all day on story mode, <laughs> <He's> pounding my <laughs> girl. <laughs> yeah, man. Some I'm, dude, I'm telling you, there's some dudes mm-hmm. that don't got nothing going for them, but yeah. the, but the dick is like a form of currency. <laughs> dick is like currency for them because they don't got nothing to offer. Yeah, it'll be some lame cockerency. Cockerency. <laughs> it's some nigga that got a hammer in his drawers. That's all he got, man. He's like I don't got no four hundred one k. I ain't got no savings account, but I got this here dick. I got this. That's all I got. (laughs) I bet you there's women that are cool with that shit, too. They probably make a lot of money. They're cool, but they just trying to get dick down real quick. Yeah. Dang. I feel that's just terrible, though. Yeah. Ladies, stop sacrificing your integrity for, you know, that's bad. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, back to the self partner thing. I, mm-hmm. I to me, um, I was telling Eddie this earlier, and um, I was just saying the reason I don't like the statement is because it implies that there's something wrong with being single, right? Or that that there's some sort of, or that we should um, we should give into this idea that being single is negative, right? Um, you know, um, it's obviously these things self partnered and single are synonyms, but you know the way she's flipping it is basically trying to say that um because single is given a bad rap i'm going to call myself self partner right the idea um behind it and i don't i didn't i only seen the headline i didn't really dive into the actual uh, full statement but the idea being self partnered um is a good idea though right like right. you know you you're living with yourself um you excuse me you're getting to know yourself a little bit better you right. know you're learning um, you know, you're getting your mental health in order, all these right. sort of things, um, which is all a beautiful thing. But my my thing is just I just don't like this uh, negativity towards being single. I think right. you know, being single can be a beautiful thing oh, um, yeah. if you're doing it the right way. You know what I mean? So right, yeah. Now you understand. I think that being single is awesome because I think it's it's that period before um, you get yourself involved with any relationship. So I think I'm not making it like I'm just so great, but I think if a woman gets in a relationship with me, then she's going to get a guy who is devoted. She's going to get a guy who's driven in his own life. She's going to get a guy who's passionate about something and wanting to reach his goals. 
She's going to get a guy who um, cares about how um, he presents himself and how he how he presents her. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot to offer because being single has been great for me. Yes. I've been able to uh, enhance my own way of life and the way I think. So I can del- I can contribute those things to whatever relationship I get in. So being single, there's nothing negative about it. It's only something negative if you're not learning. And if you're just, you could do single all wrong. That's what people don't talk about. Yeah. There are some people that think that being single means let's go to the club every week. Let's fuck different people all the time. Let's, let's just be wild. Let's take multiple trips to Vegas. Let's not save any money. Let's just do dumb shit. That's not being smart. Yeah. That's not really what being single is about. Like if you're single you should be able to do what you want, but you need to have some type of a moral like code or moral compass about yourself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You shouldn't be out here just all willy nilly being a fucking idiot. Yeah. So if you if you're an idiot the whole time you're single and then you get in a relationship, guess what you are? You're still a fucking idiot. Yeah. You need to get your shit together when you're single. Mm-hmm. So when you do get in a relationship, you're a whole person now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this whole thing with Emma Watson, I, I think that. Uh, what I what I, I what else I don't like is um there's an infatuation with wanting to know about celebrities' relationships. Yeah. Like, hey, so uh are you seeing anybody right now? Are you loving the single life? It's like, dude, who cares? Yeah, man. I don't give a fuck about who fucking who's fucking who or who's in a it doesn't do anything for me. I live a totally different life. Yeah. And I'm not infatuated with other people's lives in general. Mm-hmm. So that's great. I mean as much as uh you know we say this depending on you know our trajectory personally there's right. probably going to be the same sort of thing right who knows uh, who's eddie dating who's who, keith dating yeah who's eddie fucking on yeah yeah who's keith eating a booty on ah nah, nobody yet <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be all keith gonna be all in the tabloid <laughs> like keith ate my booty two years ago and uh, it was at the at the at the at the sheridan and <laughs> My friends were there, and they seen it, and he can deny it all he wants. At but the Padre, we were at the Padre Hotel, and then he, he turned me around and ate my butt, <laughs> and you know it was fun. But he doesn't need to lie about it. You know? Yeah, it'll be some white girl named Bethany. Oh my god! <laughs> I feel like some. Well, yeah, I don't know. I be I'm, I ain't gonna lie. I have forgotten some of the names of some of the girls that I've smashed before, and I'm just hoping that. Some girls forget my name also. Right. Or forget what I look like. Oh, they're not going to forget that. Not when they see you. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, this guy, uh, they signed, oh, they signed a deal for $5.3 million to mm-hmm. go on Showtime. Mm-hmm. Wow. I remember I fucked him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. People are going to, I think that's the awesome thing. I think what when you're in it right now, well, in you the, know, in the pussy. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> no, we're in it. Like we're, we're living out the beginning of our journey yeah so right now it's a whole lot different than it's going to be yeah like Mm -hmm. you have to be a little bit delusional in a way when you're doing what me and keith are doing Mm -hmm. and since we have this high trajectory for ourselves this is going to turn into something completely different besides just the podcast so yeah i mean i be like you know we say it all the time Mm -hmm. um we was just sitting inside a Barnes and Noble uh last week, I right. think it was. Uh last weekend or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um 
we were talking to we're we're pretty regular in there and uh we were talking to one of the guys that we seen in there or that we'd always seen there. I think he's a teacher at one of the high schools here. Mm-hmm. We were talking to him about our movie, and he was asking, basically he was asking what we were working on and stuff like that. And um, we told him what we were working on. It was like, yeah, we, we, our movie dropped um, last year around the same time. He was like, oh, man, I hadn't seen it yet. Where can I find it? So we was running through it. And then this girl, she was basically being super nosy. And then she was like, oh, that's where I recognize you guys from. I seen your movie. Um, you know, uh, Tyra played it at this event. And, you know, it's just pretty crazy, you know, how people could be, you know, recognizing you like that. So basically yeah. I'm saying it's, it's a lot easier nowadays to. Oh, yeah. To, There's going to be a bunch of lame chicks like, oh, Eddie tried to get at me back in the day. I mean, and I've already had that happen to me before where yeah. some girls telling somebody like, oh, yeah, he tried to get at me. Yeah. Like, are you really bragging at the fact that I just tried to fuck you? And then now it's like, yeah. oh, he tried to get at Like, I didn't try to marry you. Yeah. yeah I didn't yeah. try to romantically pursue you. Yeah. Like, are you flattered at the fact that I wanted some pussy? Right. You got one and I want it. Yeah. And then and then you you like curved me. It didn't work. And it's yeah. fine. You know, I'm not I'm not the type of person that leans into it like, hey, you know, we need to hang out like, yeah. no, like I, I'll shoot my shot. And if you ain't with it, that's cool. Yeah. You know? But don't like don't talk about me. Yeah. But, also the opposite. Like mm-hmm. if a girl tried to highlight you right. and it didn't work out, I'm not, you know, yeah. you know, uh, just bashing this girl. Right. You know, she living her life now and, you know, whomever she want to deal with or date with or whatever. Um, that's her life, you know. One hundred percent, and I think that <clears throat> it's fucking corny, but it happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, man. Yeah, like, I've had chicks hopping in my DMs, mm-hmm. and it's not. And I mean, it's weird. Like to me, I see it like chicks waving in the in the waving in the messenger, mm-hmm. and I see all kind of girls saying like, "Oh, why are you waving at me in the messenger?" Let's be clear. I'm tired of hearing this shit. By the way. Mm-hmm. Why do why do guys think it's okay to wave at me in the messenger? It's so creepy. Like, first of all, it's it's an enabled feature on Facebook. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. People are they're they're using Facebook for what it was meant for. Yeah. So if a waving at you was such a problem, how about you just delete the goddamn profile? Yeah. Or you can put it to where you don't you can't receive any comments on your right. on your stories. Right. We're gonna get into it a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, about the topic we're going to talk about later. So I don't want to spoil it, but mm-hmm. uh, go ahead, Keith. Yeah. Um, I forgot what we were talking about. But oh, man. I threw you out of you, man. I forgot. You blew it. Come on, Dwight Howard. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Dwight been balling lately. Yeah, he's been balling, though. Mm-hmm. He's been balling. Like, I kind of figured he was going to be the X Factor, but this yeah. motherfucker is going off. He got some of that trans uh, PJ, and uh, you know, he ain't been the same ever since. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. You hear about Young Buck? Suppos- oh, yeah. Supposedly, Young Buck was getting fellatio from uh, a trans woman. Yeah. I guess uh, it came up and he was like, man, I ain't did no shit like that, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't with that. I ain't never Niggas been about that. Gang- Nigga, the most gangster you ever heard. And then when the news come out, they can't say nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And it was crazy. Like the part, like. The trans, the trans woman that had talked about it, she had all, she had like a paper trail. Like he was inboxing me here, then he damn. told me this, he told me to meet him here, and he said he was gonna pay me this amount of money, this and that. I'm just like, damn. Outside of you know, it's okay to be with a trans woman if that's what you want to be do. honest about it. No, nah, not even that. Um, you just have to move more carefully if you're a person of that type type of notoriety, right? You know what I mean? In like, general, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my only point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you you can have sex with whomever you want to, but you know you just got to be mindful of who you are. You young buck. You can't be out here all willy nilly and you know having yeah. all like having a paper trail of you know women or this 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 person. <laughs> <laughs> like they shouldn't have this much information on you, <laughs> right? Yeah, you shouldn't be out here willy nilly, like yeah. you said. You shouldn't be out here peeing on people and stuff <laughs> like that. I just don't know who like is, is this this like I don't know is, is there like a feeling of like euphoria when you pee on somebody? It, is that what is that what happened with them? I know I don't know. Oh, I'm just oh. saying like there's some people that literally be peeing on. Oh you. yeah, people be into some kinky stuff, man. That's crazy. They yeah. say and they say you shouldn't kink shame or you shouldn't um uh, what do you call it a uh, uh, fetish shame. Yeah, but y'all shame Mark Kelly for peeing on people. <laughs> but I think you know what I take that back. It's because it was underage girls, so that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even if he was peeing but on, no, well, I, yeah, that was just in the actual uh, video. Yeah, but you know, I guess. Yeah, but if they found out R. Kelly was peeing on women that was like twenty three, I think he would still get shamed for it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, he would still get shamed. Or the like, women. Yeah, the what? The women on the bottom. They would get shamed as much as R. Kelly. Well, from getting peed on. Yeah. Why you let that nigga pee on you yeah, like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Then they turn right around and get peed on too. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Dehydrated pee too. That nigga don't be drinking no water. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga don't drink no water and he can't read. That nigga be peeing on him some illiterate piss. He be peeing on him like, I can't read, girl, but I can pee, girl. <laughs> <laughs> My pee's telling me no <laughs> But I can't read I can't read <laughs> Oh dang yeah. I wonder how that That's gotta feel horrible To have an illiterate nigga peeing on you <laughs> oh, God. A nigga that can't spell pee peeing on you God dang <laughs> <laughs> Oh man like, I got a G real bad. I got to use the, the, the calf room. You mean the bathroom? Um, Whatever y'all's call it. Uh, I'm just trying to make a song, man. Like, bro. Yeah, that's wild. That's the most bizarre shit ever, man. Yeah, one of the best songwriters in, in the history of the world. That never read a fucking song. And can't spell nothing. How do you get credit for writing? And you can't write. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> oh god that's like damn. me and keith getting credit for doing a podcast and we're not the motherfuckers talking <laughs> that doesn't make sense you know it's crazy r kelly's whole career um you know i i i'm not a fan fan but just from seeing him in different different cases you know doing right. little interviews here and there on right. bt and stuff um it never registered to me how stupid he was right but not until, like, you know, when I got a little bit older and I was able to comprehend everything and it came out that he was illiterate was um, when I when I started to look at his interviews, did he he sounded different, you know, right? his, his vocab wasn't there. Um, <clears throat> just the just the amount of words he was able to use. It just wasn't there. And I was just like, damn, it's crazy. I'm not trying to be rude, but I don't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you remind Art- me of my electrical. I be reading Dr. Seuss. <laughs> 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 
Hey, R. Kelly remind me of the nigga that you would uh, call on purpose in class to oh, couldn't read sure. during reading time. Heck yeah! It, I, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I used to get a kick out of watching people struggling of uh, reading because yeah. they'd be the same ones that be like bullies or they'd be cracking jokes. On oh people. yeah, for sure. So I'd, I'd be like, as soon as I read, I'd be like, uh, and I just basically you get to choose the person. So yeah. be like, um, oh, that gave me a great idea. Yeah, let's choose uh, uh, Don Terrell, and then they choose him. He'd be like. Mary, 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 ta- yeah. taking, take, taking, and then he be like this nigga be struggling for like yeah. twenty minutes straight, yeah. and then the teacher got the nerve to ask the class, "Okay, so what did you take from that?" I'll be like, "I didn't take anything from that. This, n- <laughs> this nigga can't read. <laughs> the fuck did I take?" <laughs> and I just be sitting there laughing, man. I, mm-hmm. I'm yeah, I was an asshole like that. Mm-hmm. But it's not a laughing matter when you can't read. But if you get older and you still can't read, then that's your fault. Yeah, you're ma- yeah, you're, yeah. You're making a conscious effort to to be R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. You're not taking a conscious effort to better yourself. So, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that gave me a great idea. Something. What's that? I was. There's a scene in my in, in my movie. Uh huh. That I wrote where uh-huh. this is like some for nostalgic purposes. Okay. Um, they're reading The Outsiders, and oh, that it okay. was there's a scene like that where one of the kids picked in the movie you picked somebody that was um that wasn't paying attention. Ah. Oh. But um, but I'm going to change it to uh, a person that was Deliver. struggling reading. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's crazy. Yeah. Folks, you got to learn how to read, man. Mm-hmm. You got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super important. They said um somebody was telling me that. They do brain scans um, of people reading, mm-hmm. and they said out of all the di- – well, I don't know if this is true, but this is just kind of my summation of what the person was telling me. Yeah. But out of all the activities that you can do um, when they do the brain scans or whatever, yeah, your brain is the most live when you're reading. Oh, wow. Like all the neurons and stuff are firing. I disagree. I think your brain is most live when you're taking B- blue chew and you're hitting it from the back. <laughs> <laughs> You were like, oh, I can see everything. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, folks, I'm telling you right now, if you're a married guy or you got a girlfriend, whatever the case, and you listen to this podcast and you don't know what Bluetooth is, then go check it out. Do yeah. not tell your girlfriend about it and then just fuck the shit out of her. She's going to be like, oh, my God. What's I'm, gotten into what you? What got into you? Like, oh, my God, I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious. Yeah, I think I think it'll probably turn your girlfriend on because it's gonna be like she's fucking a whole new guy. Yeah, and she wanted to do that anyway. So. Mm-hmm. Especially when you know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Especially when, um, when uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Damn. Especially when you what? I, I forget. I forgot. Oh, when you, I don't know what I was gonna say. It was one of the things, and then I remember that little joke he had just slid in there. I think I, what I personally think is I think Keith took too many blows to the head when he played football. <laughs> I think that uh, yeah, he took some some blunt force trauma to the side of his to his to his uh, his temporal lobe or his hey, frontal lobe. Yeah, ain't no telling, man. Yeah, you never I've been, know. I've been through some wars out there. Through some whores? That that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh dang i wonder if there's some girls that that uh that got brain like damage from like getting their head hit against the headboard when oh dang <laughs> <laughs> they got cte from back shots <laughs> <laughs>
there's like i was gonna totally tell you something and i forgot Mm -hmm. i don't know what happened i just drew a blank in my head (laughs) like it's all right you'll figure it out oh that's right um i was gonna i forgot again (laughs) did you start banging the head (laughs) (laughs) you remember it now that's crazy (laughs) yeah that'd be some yeah sometimes i just be wanting to go back to college for like a week and just experience stuff that would be insane mm-hmm. that that would be insane i think to me it would be so awkward for me <clears throat> like I, to go on a college campus yeah just because like these girls are so young yeah be, that there's gonna be you you're gonna be over 10 years older than somebody yeah oh yeah students. definitely there's yeah. gonna be girls in there like 20 19 years old i'm 34 yeah you know, I was like, so, um, are you going to help me? I want you to come over to my house and help me with the homework. And I'm like, this chick's trying to fuck me. Yeah. I'm not, I don't think I'm up for this. Yeah. I'll meet there at 730. <laughs> <laughs> come over there with the blue juice. <laughs> yeah. I'm not old enough to drink, sir, but I'll take those beers. I'm like, man, I'm about to go to jail. <laughs> yeah. Dudes gotta stop doing that. Y'all gotta stop buying underage women yeah. drinks, man. Don't, yeah, don't do that, dude. That's don't do that. I, that's why I would. I, I don't think I could ever mess with a chick that was like eighteen or nineteen ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One that's like it's weird because you're almost old enough to be my fucking kid, almost. Mm-hmm. Literally, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not trying to fuck somebody that's that young. And I'd be yeah, it's crazy. Fuck you could that. have an eighteen year old kid. Yes, I definitely could have an eighteen year old. Because my homeboy is one year older than me, and his son plays for Washington as as a fucking safety. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. That's insane, man. So yeah, that's that's definitely that's not, not good. Man, uh, that's true. All right, switching gears. Uh, Instagram is about to start hiding likes. They're supposed to do this as soon as next week. Um, what I like about it, honestly, is I think that people are. Uh, looking to be affirmed by social media, looking for affirmation, and they do it through these likes. And it starts to amplify this this vision that they have of themselves. They feel more important than they actually are. And most people that receive the most likes, you look at their shit, and they're oftentimes they're not offering anything good with their platform. They're doing some fuck shit a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So people are getting too much attention for doing the wrong things. Yeah. I don't like the fact that, you know, somebody could um, do something positive. Somebody could be making content because, you know, it's funny. I'm not a person that's like, you know, bitter or anything. But I see chicks that will post a picture of their booty, had a leg all out, their titties out or whatever it is. Or it'll be some dude doing some fuck shit and they'll get a bunch of likes and comments. Oh, that's dope. All oh, y'all niggas is lit or whatever. And then me and Keith, Keith will turn around, and we've been doing a podcast for 84 weeks, going on week 85. We actually put content out into the world for free, and there's a lot less eyes on that than than the fuckery. Mm-hmm. That I'm not bitter from that, not at all, because cream rises to the top. All the 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 you know all the the fuckery gets a lot of attention because people use it as in for entertainment purposes. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah. I know uh longevity and longevity in a buffoonery. Right. Yeah. But yeah, you're right, man. I think um it'll be interesting to see how this plays out because like you said, there's a lot of 
there's a lot of um people in um that that makes their day make makes or breaks their day oh yeah if you're a fitness model or a quote-unquote fitness model that basically just got her ass out on instagram right um and you know you're expecting a certain amount of likes for you know any picture you post and you're constantly checking constantly checking and no one's going to see that then you know it's, it's going to be a whole different it's a whole whole different ball game i think for me for me for me personally i post just to just for awareness right you know i just want people to to know what i'm working on what i've what i've been doing but outside of that um I probably only have social media to um, to promote the art that I'm doing. Right. You know? If I didn't have a podcast, if I was just living some regular life that didn't require promotion, then I probably wouldn't even have the social media. So and I just think that more people should, you know, I, I you know, when after I post whatever, um, I rarely check like who's who's liked it how many likes it has if i'm just happy if i just happen to be scrolling through my instagram like i'll check to see just to gauge it to see like you know how 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 many likes this new post or what is getting the most likes you know yeah. it tend to be like pictures of you know stuff you've worked on and stuff like right. that um but outside of that like i just honestly don't care you know yeah i feel you mm-hmm. i i mean me i don't say i i don't care it's for more of a, a analytics purpose. Mm-hmm. Like what's what's getting the most engagement? Yeah. You know, what pictures, what messages, what, you know, what whatever it is, it gives me an idea of what I could do to further expand, you know, our platform. Mm-hmm. So from that standpoint, you know, it's pretty important to me. Um, but besides that, I'm not the nigga on there trying to, you know, put his car on social media and get yeah. likes for it. I'm not the guy that's trying to, you know, convince anyone that i'm living the life or whatever the case because that's what a lot of social media is social media is the highlights it's yeah. nothing but highlights yeah you know and it's it's literally a smoke screen or, or it's like it's it's just inaccurate it's an inaccurate view of someone's life and typically people are comparing themselves to others too because she got 200 likes for that wow i only got 100 for mine wow she's not even prettier than me Mm-hmm. That's how people really operate. They operate. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, they operate in this world of like, yeah, likes. I know a girl that has an extremely successful YouTube channel, um, and they have a like a couple things. Mm-hmm. Her and her her husband, I believe. And there's another girl who doesn't have near the following as she does, and she's um, their relationship, uh, their friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, basically ended over the fact that, you know, she was insecure about herself and comparing wow. herself to her friend that had a lesser following and stuff. Wow. Like, oh, you're just so pretty. Oh, my gosh. You know, just stuff like that. Stupid. Yeah. And it just, to me, it, I don't know. It's just blasphemy. I can't actually, I just don't understand it at all. So I don't even know what kind of advice I can offer to those people. But it just comes with, um, you know, being with yourself and meditating and being comfortable with who you are in your own skin. Right. Um, yeah. More importantly, knowing your own value, mm-hmm. not being delusional about that. You know, you know this is kind of going to lead into a, a topic we're going to talk about later, but mm-hmm. that line, there's no such thing as a life that's better than yours. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean, that's right. That's really true. Cause even if, you know, whatever, 
um, you may think that someone is more beautiful or they're, they're, they're richer or whatever. Um, and then you hear about their life behind the scenes and what's going on behind right. the scenes. And you'd be like, oh, man, I'm glad I got my own life. Right. You know, people be, you know, you can say you could be saying hashtag relationship goals, posting these people on your timeline. I wish I had a marriage like this. I wish I yeah. had a boyfriend like this. And then you see that. Yeah, they going through it and they dang near breaking up. And, you know, he cheating on her. She cheating on him and all kind of stuff. So. Right. It's, it's ridiculous. You know, all the will and Jada. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, uh, all the Will and Jada love quotes and pictures, all the uh, Nipsey Hussle and Lauren London pictures yeah. and quotes. And I mean, these people are humans. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't ask to be put up on this pedestal. Mm-hmm. I think that you have to find that in your own life. And I think it's it's uh, social media is also a bunch of comparisons. It's all it's always like you're comparing your life to someone else, and you're always trying to be this figure that you're not. I see people that are dysfunctional, not interesting just nothing and they feel the need to always be on the front lines like posting pictures every other day about how much they love their significant other see i live in the real world so if i'm in a relationship i don't feel the need to go on social media and prove my love to my girl on a platform when i could tell it to her fucking face yeah but that's what people do on the internet Mm -hmm. they do it so you can buy into what they're doing Mm mm-hmm and they will get likes off that. So now it's almost like it's weird. Like getting likes has almost become like a form of currency in a way. Like people will work harder for likes than money. Mm-hmm. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah. You are willing to do more for nothing. Mm-hmm. And that just, it just, it, it's mind boggling. You are willing to twerk on a platform where it never goes away. Remember, if you're twerking on the internet and 12 years goes by, everybody's going to still see you shaking your ass on the internet. Mm-hmm. Your kids, and I, what kills me is the way people behave and they have kids. Mm-hmm. If you're like calling women bitches every five seconds and you made a video about it and that shit's never going to go away. If you're a mother and you're shaking your ass and your tits are all out, that shit's never going to go. People don't realize too that this shit never goes away. Mm-hmm. It never does. And people act like it's just, they're just nonchalant about it. And it's all for likes, which is crazy. So I'm glad that their Instagram is starting to, I think they're starting to uh, look at a lot of the content. What's getting the most, what's driving those numbers as far as likes? And they're reacting to it. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. There's pros and cons, but mm-hmm. more pros to me. Yeah, I'm curious to see how it plays out. Um, like I said, I'm not a person that's necessarily looking for likes, but mm-hmm. um, I'm curious to see how that, how that uh, that affects everything as far as you know people's deals, you know merchandise deals, yeah, and, you know sponsorship deals and stuff like that. I wonder how that shakes out. Um, a lot of those are based on um, they're based on your followers, but you know now that they removed the like. They're gonna have to find another, you know, formula. I don't for know it, if I they're guess. completely removing them. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I don't think sure. they're 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 starting to hide <clears throat> a lot of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, Instagram has things that they do. Um, you know, the whole shadow banning thing. Um, in this, I don't I don't mind it though, because my life is not wrapped up in the social media. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me personally. Yeah. You know, um, I think that for for engagement purposes, it kind of matters, but then. It really doesn't 
Because if I post something about the podcast and it gets 19 likes, but then I go and look at the numbers and the numbers are out of control, like they're fucking going yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't give a fuck about those 19 likes when I got an extra two to 500 different listens. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. It's about the content, baby. That's all, I, that's all I care about. And people, you know, if you like it or you don't, you still see it. Right. It's still on your timeline. It's still, you know, you might skim across it. You may see it. But you know that, you know, whatever we're posting about, you, you, you're you aware of what's going on. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you have, I mean, you got to be aware of me and Keith. Come on, man. We've been posting this shit every week for 84 weeks, man. Mm-hmm. You got to know what's going on by now. Yeah. If you don't know what's going on by now, then you must be living under a rock. And it must be a big fucking rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh Ultimately, stop allowing Instagram to be your end all be all. You got you got more. You should be more tied up into reality than a fictional social media based world. Mm-hmm. You got you got, and it, it's crazy. It's it's almost and it, what people don't realize too is they put such an emphasis on Instagram or or Facebook when in actuality none of that is transferable into reality. Mm-hmm. Like all those cute selfies you take at a certain angle with a certain filter to, that makes you look the best. There's no filters in reality. Yeah. You just you. You just out in the world. You know those pictures you took sitting inside of a Mercedes Benz that wasn't yours at a dealership? You don't have that car in everyday life. You just took a picture with it. Mm-hmm. So all this shit that you put out there, you don't get kudos for that in reality. So start working harder in your own life. And stop allowing social media to dictate what your value is. Mm-hmm. That's just my two cents on that. Yeah, you heard it first. Too. You heard it first here on the Trucker's Mind podcast. On the so, Trucker's Mind podcast. So if, some, if somebody tries to pop up and they say something that sounds like me, they just know that they stole it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, switching gears. Love addiction. Um, me and Keith talked about this. Uh, it was off air, but. About how people have an addiction to love, or at mm-hmm. least their the idea of it. Me, I don't believe in love. And people say, well, you don't? I do, but here's the thing. I don't believe in love or the ideology of it. I believe in the, I- the idea of it. Meaning, um, people have this very toxic way that they love. And it's just, it's just weird to me. But I think people... People are infatuated with the idea of love so much that they constantly get in a relationship over and over and over. And they just love love, mm-hmm. but they don't know what love is. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I got you. You know? Mm-hmm. So it it's it's really damaging when you think about it. It's just people inserting themselves in a situation that they can't even comprehend themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think that... Um this idea is basically like like you described it. It's it's this you know, and an example of this is that person that's constantly in a relationship. Right. Or that person that was in a long term relationship, probably like six, seven years, and then they break up with their, their their partner. Yeah. And then they're back in a relationship maybe two weeks later. Right. I've seen that many yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those are the kind of people that are love uh love addicts. Yeah. Um they're, they have this, um, basically this ideal way of, 
relationships in their mind. So they tend to jump into relationships with people they have no, you know, no uh, real reason or no, um, I can't even think of the word, but they should just not be in relationship with with these kind of people. You know, their personalities clash. They're arguing all the time. Right. Um, they just don't mesh at all. And right. you still see these people trying to uh, hold on to relationships with these people because they're addicted to this idea of right. love and the family and stuff like that. Um, it also is, you know, on on the like the psychological side, um, it comes to a point where these people are using love as a coping mechanism. Exactly. You know, maybe they're, their parents had a great relationship and they're trying to be just like their parents or maybe the opposite. You know, their parents had a terrible relationship. So they're trying to force their way into having um, a fruitful relationship with a partner. And that's just not how it works. I think we as people should be um, extremely uh, selective with who we give our time to because, um, you know, when, when we don't, think of things in this manner when we don't really think out things and make sure we're uh make sure we're leading in in viewing spending your time with a person in the right way then it just leads to stress um and just unnecessary things that you bring into your life and um you know outside of the stress there's you know just all kind of altercations and turmoil that come from it you know you hear about Crazy baby moms, crazy baby dads, you know, the daddy, you break up with the, the baby dad, he's stalking you, and you, uh, my sound went off. Oh, my bad. Yeah. I pressed the fucking, you, so you hear it now? Yeah. You hear it? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that's just kind of the the stuff that comes with, um, you know, being a love addict, so just, just make sure you're um, careful with who you're giving your time to, who you consider uh, your love, the love of your life is, and uh, that's pretty much it. Look, man, you can't love anybody till you love yourself. Most people that are love addicts don't love themselves. They don't have a concept of loving themselves. Meaning, um, if you're with someone six years and you break up, you need to take that time to rebuild and re- like revitalize yourself in your life. Because what you're doing is you're it's it's unfair to the new person you're with because they're inheriting your stress. They're inheriting your shit. I was I was on a date. I, this happened multiple times where I've been on dates with chicks, and they'll be like, "Yeah, you know, my my ex was this and that." And I'm like, "Why do you think I want to hear about your ex? Like, I don't want to. I don't. You should not be telling me anything about your ex. And the reason why you're doing it because you're not over them. Mm-hmm. If you were over them, then we would not be having this conversation. I play it cool. You know, I don't really say much, but." It's happened too many times. And it's because people have created a cycle, right? Like they they're not they haven't even healed from the last person they were with, but they have the audacity to be in a relationship with someone else. Mm-hmm. And what happens is is what people do is instead of instead of uh, inheriting a partner, they inherit a liability. Mm-hmm. Like this person's a liability. Yeah. All they're all they're doing is shaking shit up. Mm-hmm. Fuck that With me I'm the type of dude if, if I need a whole woman Like a whole woman Like if you My thing is I'm busy I'm at work a lot And I have goals I'm trying to reach in my life If your life aligns with that 
then it's going to work out just fine. But if you're a person that jumped off one man's cock and now you're trying to jump on my cock, I'm not with that. Actually, you could jump on my cock. Just don't uh, jump back and forth, right? As long yeah. as you're not jumping back and forth on cocks, <laughs> then it's going to work out fine. <laughs> All right? Uh, but that's how you're going to get. You're just going to get to jump on cock and you're going to think like, Eddie loves me. He's great. And I'm just going to let you know, like, I'm not looking for anything serious. And then you're going to keep jumping on my cock. And I'm going to say, look, I don't want nothing serious. And eventually you're going to get mad at me, yeah. blow up on me because you want me to love you because you have this very skewed idea of what love is. Yeah. And that's just not how it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some chicks that I know Keith's dealt with it before. There's some chicks that you just can't fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't because you know that, like, if once you do that, like, they are, you, you can already kind of feel them gravitating towards you in more than just a friends with benefits or casual situation. Like a little so, craziness in Right. So, you know, if you, if you engage in sex with this girl, then she's going to be, like, she's not going to go away. Yeah. I'm not in the business of hurting women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that ain't my thing, man. I'm yeah. not, I'm not you a, stick, Why don't mm-hmm. you stick some blue chew dick inside and they just start going crazy? <laughs> like, oh my God, this is different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That'd be crazy. What if you're hitting the chick from the back? They'd be like, ooh, this dick is different, different. <laughs> that dick hit different. <laughs> oh, dang. That That'd funny, be hilarious. Man. Hey, man, shout out to uh, Mercy Master, man. That's my brother. It's his birthday today. On uh, the 10th, um, which, you know, this podcast comes out on the 11th. But, you know, shout out to him, man. Yeah, happy birthday to him, man. This guy's he's he's working hard. He's playing pro ball out there in uh, Canada, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the uh, Blue Bombers, I believe. Yeah, for the Blue Bombers. out there mm-hmm. playing pro football out there, mm-hmm. you know, trying to break into the league eventually, which mm-hmm. is the ultimate goal. Yeah. And, uh, man, I'm su- I support this guy every step of the way, man. I Yeah. You know, this guy's got a fucking blue check mark on his on his profile. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, because Mercy said something like, and I was like, I seen the blue check mark. I was like, nigga, how you get a blue check mark on there? <laughs> yeah, man, he's, he's had one for a while actually. I applied for a blue check mark a while back, and it was like, nah, nigga, you ain't getting one. <laughs> they said we don't give we don't we don't give truck drivers blue check marks. <laughs> That's comedy. That'd be so dope. Yeah. I would. Do you know how much? And this is a sad thing. We talk about perception, right? Yeah. That blue check mark will get me more attention than anything. If I comment on somebody's picture and whatever, mm-hmm. that blue check mark puts me in priority. Yeah. At the top of the list. So yeah. if they see a Trucker's Mind podcast with a blue check mark, and I'm commenting on fucking whoever Matt Barnes on his comment, like, "Hey, God bless you, brother," or whatever. People are going to click on my profile Mm -hmm. and listen to my podcast based on the fact that I have a blue check mark. Mm -hmm. Insane. Yeah. You got to put the work in, man. Yeah. Yeah. It it looks different, too. Like, I've had uh, Zakari comment on one of my posts, like Mm -hmm. Tyron, Mercy, um, all these guys that got blue checks, and it just looks different. Like, when the notification pop up and it's a freaking blue check mark next to it, you're like, oh, this is real deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just hate dope. people that got blue check marks that don't deserve them. Yeah, it just be like some 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 thought in your city, mm-hmm. you know, with some nice titties. She, <laughs> she gets it. She gets a blue check mark. Yeah, like, I haven't seen that, but yeah. I, well, I haven't seen that. I'm just, <laughs> just bullshitting. <laughs> it's some chicks that straight thoughts that got like eight hundred fifty two thousand followers and no fucking blue check mark. Yeah, that's crazy. 
That's a, you know, it doesn't matter. It's not about the f- amount of followers. Uh, I think it's, it's more so about like the notoriety. The significance you know, too. Mm-hmm. What's, yeah. what's, what's your impact? What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's a lot of popular pages. Yeah. Have you ever seen this thing on Instagram? It's called uh, Fans Only. Mm-mm. The, I've, I've seen it before. And I, I think, I don't know if Joe Rogan was talking about it. Somebody was, but they have what's called a Fans Only tab in their bio mm-hmm. and you click on it and it's premium content that you have to pay for. Oh, wow. So who, w- w- nobody knows what this premium content entails, but it could be them sucking dicks or oh, getting smashed. And it's, and it's literally a link on Instagram mm-hmm. and some guy that, um, that paid for the premium content. It was literally just chick fucking dudes. And they have it on, they Instagram. have it on, they you have it on Instagram. That? What the heck? And they also have a link to, uh, it was, it was, it's, I forgot what it's called. But it's uh, it's a link. If you click on a link, it's just wild shit. I cannot remember what it's called. Damn, that's wild. Yeah. Is it in it? In it? Is the content somehow censored? Like the uh, well, this one is now. But years ago, they had one that wasn't censored. You click on that link in the bio, it goes to this a straight sex. It's uh, it's called uh, something. Uh, God damn it, not Flickr. Um, what the fuck is it called? I can't remember what it's called, but there, mm. there it's uh it's basically like a, a page where it's all personal shit, like mm-hmm. modeling pictures, whatever. I clicked on this chick stuff and then it she was naked. I was like, wow. And as I kept scrolling, then she would start fucking people. I've seen one like that. This is mm-hmm. probably about four or five years ago I seen this. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen that on there now. But they do have a fans only tab you click on and it says like twenty nine ninety nine a month or something, pay for this. And I'm just like, What? That's crazy, bro. It's it's insane, dude. Mm-hmm. And Instagram has to get away from this. They can't allow people to have a fans page. They need to they need to specify what is, you know, what kind of content it is. Mm-hmm. Cuz they need to dis- disassociate themselves with that. That's weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But yeah, ultimately look, man. Love addiction is a real thing. Yeah. If you're a person that is codependent, then you need to figure out why you're codependent. You're codependent possibly because hey, you know, your value might not be high enough. So Take time to yourself and get your shit together. Yeah. Get into a self-partnership and uh, stop trying to, you know, yep. being a love addict. Find that big dildo and, and let it do the Millie Rock in your pussy. Ah, that's funny. I Millie Rock on Millie Block. <laughs> 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 All right, switching gears. Um, uh, hip-hop, man. Um, what's, what's crazy about hip-hop is, you know, I'm a big hip-hop head. I've been listening to it all my life. Mm-hmm. I listen to all kinds of music, but definitely hip hop is at the top of the list. And people, when they listen to rap, they just think it's just like, you know, dope beats and people rapping and shit. But there's such so many songs with deep messages that tend to resonate depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Now, for me personally, one of those songs to me was Ice Cube's Check Yourself Before You Wreck Yourself. Mm-hmm. Like that song had a lasting impact on me because I understood what it, what he was trying to say. Um, basically, actually, I posted earlier about it. Mm-hmm. Let me read it verbatim. Wish I would have fucking uh, screenshotted it or something. It made it a little bit quicker. Man, these people, boy. Bro, you need to put your phone on vibrate. Oh, man, fuck it. It's too late, man. It's too late. I'm fucking popular, Key. All right? <laughs> Don't be jealous of me because I'm the one getting likes. Okay? Hey, I'm getting PJ. I ain't worried about no <laughs> likes. <laughs> oh, man. Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? I got this earlier. Oh, this is what I said. 
One of the most valuable lessons I learned from hip hop is from Ice Cube's Check Yourself Before You Wreck Yourself. I know some people in their 30s and older who still haven't checked themselves and now their life is a wreck. The basis of the song is about self-awareness, accountability, and considering the consequences of your actions. And you think about it, you literally have to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Mm. If And it's basically self-awareness. If you don't check yourself, meaning like, yo, the reason why I'm not getting this job is because my resume ain't good. Mm. Or the reason why I'm not getting this done because I don't get there early enough. If you don't check yourself, then your life will be a wreck. Yeah. Bottom line. And for some reason, people don't get that simple concept. Mm-hmm. And it's even people now that, that we all know that are not self-aware and their life's a fucking wreck. Yeah. And that's just one thing. Another one I think me and Keith talked about, it was um, uh, Swimming Pools by Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. And on that song, you know, people ought to hear is, nigga, why are you babysitting only two or three shots? Like, mm-hmm. they just get the party vibe from the song. But that song was about peer pressure and alcoholism. Yeah. Because the dude was like, nigga, why you babysitting only two or three shots? I'm going to show you how to turn it up a notch. So it was basically like, you over there trying to be, you're trying to drink responsibly, but we alcoholics over here. So we're going to peer pressure you into drinking more alcohol and ruining yourself. And he also had that, there's a part of the song where his um, his conscience was trying to, he's trying to have a rational thought. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we talked about, I have a, a couple that come to mind. Uh-huh. Uh, I was thinking about um, the story of OJ by Jay-Z. Oh, um, yeah. It's a really good, you know, good song. And it it was it was so um, great for the time because it was it was a message that the black community needed to hear. Yeah. And we needed in the images that came along with the music video. Um, you know, just talking about, um, you know, the story of OJ comes from this idea that Basically, O.J. Simpson didn't want to be black until it came to uh, the case in which he was, you know, accused of murdering, you know, his ex-wife or whatever. Um, and it also he had, a, you know, just lines in there about black, black ownership, uh, you know, buying real estate, flipping your money and making sure you're spending your money in the right places. So all those messages were, you know, tucked in, uh, tucked into that, 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 uh, that song. And another song that comes to mind, which, you know, probably might surprise some people, is um, the song Stan by Eminem. You know, it's uh, it's a story about, you know, basically a fan that's, you know, obsessed with Eminem. But um, it kind of is a cautionary tale of, you know, relationships between fans And and, and, and artists. Yeah. And, you know, and any sort of celebrity of that, you know what I mean? There's a lot of... um. There's a lot of times you see on TMZ and different news outlets that such and such has filed a restraining order against uh, against this fan. And, you know, uh, this excuse me, this fan was caught on whoever's property, mm-hmm. you know, spying on them and all kind of, you know, yeah. all kind of stuff like that um, is happening with, you know, different celebrities. So yeah. that's a that's definitely, you know, a couple that I think of. Right I, I think the highest form of ex- expression is uh hip-hop and country music. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that that's why you start to see a lot of country songs with hip hop elements. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's telling a story and you kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Sometimes the cadence or the hooks be kind of like, you'd be like, yo, that's hip hop right there. Yeah. Um, but nah, it's, it's a bunch of them. Another one is, uh, the, the, the song title, like 1-800, whatever. It's the, the suicide hotline with, with logic. Yeah. And he's basically narrating the song from a person that wants to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Like I've been on the low, I've been taking my time. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I don't want to be alive. Like, He's basically speaking as a person that wants to commit suicide, but then he also gives this story about like how we need you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's so many different songs. Like when people think about rap that don't really dive into it, they're like, oh, they're just talking about guns and bitches and money. Yeah. It's like, bro, it's, it's so many songs with a deep message. Uh, Tupac, yeah. Brenda Got a Baby. Yeah, that's my favorite Tupac song. He, he was telling the story of a young, a young woman that, you know, was 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 pregnant early mm-hmm. and is going through all these trials with this baby yeah you know and then he got the it's just crazy man mm-hmm. they keep, your head, about, uh, keep your head up yeah 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 that's that, one of that shit sure. was powerful man mm-hmm. yeah tupac had um just a way of capturing uh a theme in his songs that yeah. you know is pretty much unmatched but um definitely you know tupac got many many songs like that yeah i think one of the best storytellers ever though is j cole yeah for sure j cole Mm -hmm. just has a way of painting this extremely clear picture yeah in such a very simple way and he's like when he was talking to like uh he was basically talking to all the younger generation rappers like talking to Lil pump and all of them Mm -hmm. like like basically saying like i want you to get your money i want you to be successful but listen here this is what i need to tell you yeah you know what i mean Mm mm-hmm so as he was speaking as like a hip hop elder, yeah, which to me was really powerful. Yeah, J so. Cole got a lot of songs like that. That's why he's one of my. Uh, I, I guess um, you know, there's J Cole and Gambino. I think in this past year was one of the more um, or the past couple of years were two of the artists that were able to. Uh, capture these very important themes into popular songs right um, like love yours is obviously one song it's, it's an older song um but you know that one is super important you know i mentioned it before but just talking about how um you just have to learn to appreciate what you have definitely um because if you're always looking at the next thing or the next man then you're never going to be um you're never going to be able to love yourself or be secure with what you have you know what i mean um cuz there's like he says in there there's always basically there's always going to be a better female yeah. there's always going to be a nigga with more money there's always going to be you know a better car all these things um there's always a better version of whatever so if you don't love what you have then you're going to be a miserable person 100% um, and then you have that song i think it's ATM was kind of up Man. Count it up, yeah, count it up. Can't, yeah. Can't take it when you die, but, but you, you can't, can't live, live without, without it. it. Yeah, and that's you know super important too. Like we put all this stock into money and all these materialistic things, but you know at the end of the day, you can't take that with you when you die. Right? You know that's just gonna get transferred to whomever, or you know it's gonna be in a will, or you know your your uh, your, your siblings or whomever your family members are gonna um, you know inherit that stuff when you die. So you have to learn to appreciate other things in life outside of just the the money stuff. And then, like, um, you know, lastly, uh, Gambino, uh, a lot of that Awaken My Love album was about the black experience in America. Yeah. You know, a lot of those songs were 
um, masked as, you know, R&B and funk songs, but they were really talking about, you know, uh, you know, what it was like to 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 be black in America and police brutality and all these like hidden messages. And it's like if you're just listening to the song on the surface, you could dance to it and right. vibe to it. You know, you, you, just, you dance with your grandma yeah. or whatever. But when you start listening to the lyrics, you're like, oh, snap. He's talking about, about the like, feels like summer. I forgot. What was the best yeah. Um, I don't know exactly. And that wasn't um, one of the songs I listen to frequently. But yeah, uh, it's definitely always a, a message in, in the songs. Because what he does, which is really dope, is that he'll have a catchy hook. Right. And then in the verses, he hiding all these little... These nuggets. These little, yeah, these little, you know, yeah. So I think he's one of the ones, and, you know, he t- he takes a lot from, I'm sure if he he spoke about it, um, like Marvin Gaye was a person I was able to do that. Mm-hmm. He got songs like What's Going On. and What's Going On. Yeah. He has, like, super soulful songs yeah. um, that, you know, people could dance to, vibe to, or whatever, but yeah. they got a real message in there, so. Yeah. It's, it's multiple songs over the years, uh. Uh, war, war, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is it good for? Yeah. You know, like all these songs have been going on for many different decades. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you like them and they catchy, you, if you if you listen, it's a powerful message. Yeah, and it's, you could actually find a message in a lot of songs. You really shouldn't have one, but uh, one I wanted to mention too was uh, "Wet Dreams" by J Cole. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. talking about your first time having sex like that. And it's relatable to everyone. Even if you don't listen to hip hop and you just listen to country, if you listen to J. Cole's Wet Dreams, he's talking about, you know, having sex for the first time and being nervous and the girl thinking that you have experience, but you really don't. Mm-hmm. And the, the hook is like, and I ain't never did this before. No, mm-hmm. I ain't never. So you basically, you don't even know how to get in a pussy. Yeah. But <laughs> he said uh, something like having been in pussy since the day I came out one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a lot. You could get you could get a message from songs that really shouldn't have a message. Yeah. Like Snoop's dog uh Snoop Dogg song back in the day. Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. <laughs> dick on these nuts and suck the dick. Right. And you're thinking like that's just disrespectful to women. <laughs> False. It's not. He is talking about a specific type of woman. Now I'm not trying to appropriate what he said, but what I'm because this this is a married man, mm-hmm. right? This is a married man, and his wife is nothing like the women he mentions in his songs. So there's a clear indication between what he's saying. Just like women will say there's fuck boys and there's dogs, there's also men. Mm-hmm. Just like how there's thoughts and hoes, there's women. Yeah. So there's a clear indication between the two. Like once again, I'm not trying to appropriate what he said, but if you pick up the message. He just like he just has this um, too short is another one like the way he talks about these type of women mm-hmm. or these these type of uh, these type of women, mm-hmm. but it's not like a blanket idea towards everyone else. But if you can analyze that and break it down that way, then it'll make sense. Mm-hmm. But some people are like uh-uh, you shouldn't be talking about that. And, yeah, <laughs> but then all of a sudden TLC comes out with a song. No. I don't want no scrubs. And you're like, yes, right, girl. I don't want no scrubs. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Right. <laughs> That's right. But they, they painted a picture with that song and they made it very clear. They don't want a nigga that's hollering at them in the passenger side of their best friend's ride. Yeah. Because he ain't got no money. Yeah. That nigga broke. <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> don't even try to holler at me if you ain't got your own car. And it's yeah. basically women saying, look, I got standards. Don't play with me like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, look, man, I, I just think that music, a lot of music does a great job of uh, uh, painting uh, painting a picture. Mm-hmm. And that was a hit record. No Scrubs mm-hmm. was a fucking huge record. Yeah. You know? Even uh, Tupac, I get around. Mm-hmm. I get around. Bah, 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 bah. He just basically is just saying, mm-hmm. look, I'm having fun. I'm getting pussy out here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting PJ all over my thug like tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting PJ <laughs> every day. <laughs> <laughs> Death Row. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Gotta love that though, man. Yeah, music, hip hop music, and just music overall. It's not. This is not an exclusive thing to hip hop music. There's a lot of uh, right, really powerful songs that rock artists and country musicians and um, you know pop artists have you know put together. But you know, just as hip hip hop is you know something that we've. Uh, you know, we grew up on, and it's just a, a fabric of our DNA. So, you know, we're just saying it through this lens. But it's just many, many songs, and I pose, you know, all the listeners out there to, um, just you know, even a song that you've listened to constantly, uh, right. you know, over and over, you know, try to do a little bit deeper dive into it. Maybe right. look up some forums and see. Yeah. You know, sometimes there's some fans out there that could really break down songs. Oh and yeah. Like, Yo, I never even looked at the song they this have, way. They have a thing called dissect. On uh-huh. on Spotify, I didn't know that. It's called Dissect, and it takes different albums and it breaks it down. Just boom, 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 boom. It's mm-hmm. awesome. That's dope. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, check that out. Yeah, uh, there's also a song by Journey. I don't know how many people listen to Journey, but Journey has a song called Faithfully, and it's basically about you know his devotion to a woman that supports him. Like you know, he's talking about you know uh, they say the road is no place to start a family. You know, right down the line, it's been me, you, and me. So he's talking about his devotion to this woman that believes in him. That's you know, yeah, it's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. If you happen to give a fuck, you can listen to all these songs we brought up, mm-hmm. and you'll start to see, like, you know what? You know, Eddie and Keith actually made some sense. Yeah, man. Check it out. Yeah, it's really cool, man. All right, switching gears. Um, women's code of silence. Now. Ladies, before you before you listen any further, I'm going to need you to be very objective, right? I need you to listen to it with with an objective ear. What I'm about to say might upset some of you guys, right? But a lot of you that listen to this podcast every week, uh, you won't be upset at all. Um, here's the deal: uh, <laughs> the woman's code of silence. What is the last time you've ever heard a friend of yours, even a friend of yours, that was cheating on her husband, cheating on her man? doing all this shit right when have you really heard women say i was a bad wife i was a bad girlfriend i cheated on i had a good i had something good and i ruined it you hardly ever hear those words come out of women's mouths i think that when men do something and they fuck up and they treat women wrong they should be held accountable for it i think that you know as human beings when we treat people a certain way and we we have to we have to have accountability and be like, look, I treated her wrong. That was messed up. But for some reason, men are held to. I won't say a higher standard, but men are supposed to be held accountable. But I really don't ever hear women say that. Mm-hmm. I never hear them say I was a bad woman. I cheated. I was a bad wife. Mm-hmm. You know, they I've never really hear it. 
And if 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 you guys hear it, then um, let me know. I, I seen a um before I uh, before I stop uh, running my mouth. Um, I seen a meme. It wasn't even a meme. It was just like a little quote or whatever. And it said verbatim, it said, "Why are I don't? Why are people telling women to choose better? How about we ex- we tell men to be better?" And I'm just like, "What? Yeah, that was just no accountability. Mm-hmm. Like you're an adult. Yeah, it's weird. it was just weird, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think I think you're right. There's obviously in these um, relationships." Um, there's this cause and effect, right? And right. there's a reason for everything. Yep. And, um, you know, I know a lot of men that do cheat on their, their women mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it happens, you know, it's kind of a, 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 a habitual thing at times. Right. Um, it's intentional though. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the, and, but when it comes to these different people, um, I also hear stories about their women, their women, um, talking to other dudes, you know, uh, you know, long back and forth messages, you know, communicating through text, communicating, communicating through Facebook messenger and all kind of stuff like that. So, um, but you, you never hear, you never hear these kind of stories, right? It's, right. you know, it's always a girl's fault. Even if you look at, uh, you know certain celebrity relationships and stuff like that. Right. You never hear the 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 wrong that the female did, or even if it does come to the surface, it gets swept under the rug pretty quickly. Because um, that's that's just the way the world works, right? right? You know, that's part of that. You know, the we we talked about um, a couple weeks ago that there there is no real e- equality, and no. that's because stuff like this, you know what I mean? The the man is always going to be looked at as a person that did wrong in the relationship. Right. No it, matter, you know, what the situation was. So, right. Yeah. And the, the females can change a narrative too. Like I've um been in, you know, living situations with my brother and stuff and I've seen how toxic relationships can be and I know for a fact the woman was was shaping the narrative to the people on the outside. Right. But I was living in this situation. So I know for a fact that this girl is uh, uh, cuckoo crazy. Um, but, you know, ain't no telling what she's telling these other people, what she's telling exactly. her sibling. Like, oh, he doing this. He doing this. He don't want to do this. He don't want to clean. You know, all kind of stuff like that. But in reality, she was a crazy one. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That's just how it goes, man. Yeah. That's not how it should go. But that's yeah. how it goes. I just think that um, ultimately it comes to owning up to what you're doing. And I don't see enough of that. And if if you say, Eddie, you're wrong, you're talking out of your ass, what is the last time, ladies, what is the last time one of your cheating ass friends that's fucking some dude behind her boyfriend's back has owned up to the fact that she sabotaged that relationship, that she was a bad girlfriend or a bad wife? For some reason, I've seen a buddy of mine get cheated on by his girlfriend and talk bad about him when they broke up. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. And and I and I had her on Facebook and I kept watching her talk bad about my buddy. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to get in the middle of it. I see it like four or five more times. Men just ain't shit. They're this and that. And I'm thinking like, 
I got on there and I'm thinking like, dude, I could ruin you with the truth right now, but I'm not saying anything, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't want to insert myself. But you're disrespecting a good friend of mine just because you feel like you can do it. Because when a relationship ends, people want to know why. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People, Because I've had a situation happen where I low-key have my feelings hurt. And they ask me, hey, what happened to what did what happened, man? And I'm like, it didn't it just didn't work out. It didn't work out. But let's say I had done anything, they'd be like, Oh, well, you know, you just got to find you a better man because you know Eddie was just lacking and he wasn't ready for a real woman and all of that. That's what people do. For some reason, it's like women could get away with shaping the narrative. My thing is I want both parties to be held accountable when things go wrong, but for some reason. It is like alarmingly one-sided. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not good. But to make a long story short, I told the chick that was talking bad about my homie. I said, "Hey, I was there. <laughs> you know? yeah. I was there. I know what happened. So you you might want to stop talking like that." Mm-hmm. What did she say? She started cursing me out. Oh, you know, you don't know f this and whatever, and you you a bitch and all this going off on me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll be whatever you want me to be, whatever. But I was there. I know what happened. Okay. Yeah. At least I wasn't getting digged down by some other nigga. Yeah. I, yeah. I know. I know what happened, cheater. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't don't try to don't try to turn it around and make my homie look bad when you was the one running around. Yeah. That's just the way that a lot of people deal with cheaters. Right. Like, you know. If even if you've ever seen that TV show. Yeah, like they'll get caught red-handed. You know, she in the freaking lingerie and dude running around with a freaking uh, uh, BDSM outfit on, and <laughs> and she blaming the dude. Right, you just weren't showing me any attention. It's just yeah. like uh, you're just always at work, and I don't know what to do. Yeah, if you were showing more affection, then this would not happen. Yeah, this would not happen if you show me more affection. And it's yeah. like I watch. I mean, I watched one episode of Cheaters that I was just fucking mind blown. <laughs> this guy. They open the door. This guy's fucking his wife from the back. And then they bust open. They bust in the door with the cameras. And this guy doesn't stop fucking. <laughs> he is still stroking this pussy from the back. And his wife was like, his wife's looking at the cameras like, like she's just, I don't know. She, she didn't still, even she, stop either. She's throwing the pussy back. I'm like, damn. God, she and then she finally stops. Uh, she's like, you need to leave. She you need to leave. She thought it was leave. Pornhub, huh? Like, I'm about to get my little... Uh, <laughs> My uh, Bang Bros cameo going on. Yeah, and there wasn't no van in the video. <laughs> wasn't in a van, though. But she was like, you need to leave. You guys need to leave. Everybody, no. You just in- you need to leave. Look, if she finished after that, she a nasty bride. I don't, man, all I know. I seen an episode where this black dude was like, he walked in, dude was fucking his wife. He said, look, I just want my daughter. Y'all could do whatever y'all gonna do. I know you, man. You're not a bad dude, bro. But yeah, y'all can have each other, man. I just want my daughter. Yeah, here's the keys. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And he recorded it, and yeah. she was looking stupid. They was both on the couch naked. Yeah, but this is the side of shit that we don't see. Yeah, it's always men are dogs. Men cheat. Men are dogs. Look, yeah. we're all human. My the point I'm trying to get across, bro. I told a story on here uh, uh, a few weeks ago about right. seeing my friend's girl at freaking Panda Express. Yeah. Yeah. She's getting orange chicken and orange dickin'. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the podcast, man. Orange, orange dickin'. No, man. That dude. Look, the only thing I ask is that if men are supposed to be held accountable, which I feel they should, ladies, you got to start being honest 
when you fuck up a relationship and you cheat and you lie, you do whatever, you need to say, look, I was a horrible girlfriend. Yeah. I lied. I cheated. You know why you should do that? Because you're human. I think for some reason it's considered not ladylike if you own up to cheating. I think that women that are cheating on men with uh, that are knowingly in relationships, if you see if you see oh boy and you meet on Instagram and you see him hugged up with his family and mm-hmm. you know he got his his wife all on the uh, all on the Instagram, oh my god, and you actively pursuing that person, yeah, you should be held accountable too. Don't 100%. be acting like you're you know you're a saint out here. Yeah, you're actively searching for men that are married, men that got. You know, a good thing going on with the family and stuff. Oh, yeah. And you know what a lot of people do? And this is this is not just a woman thing, uh, but there are people that are in relationships that will cheat with another person in a relationship because that person has something to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they know what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know? And there's a lot of women There's a lot of women that are so dysfunctional that they like fucking married men because they feel like a married man has something to lose mm-hmm. and it'll just be... And, and a lot of reason why women feel men ain't shit because they fucked enough guys that are in relationships and that are married. Yeah. Saying the men ain't shit just don't come from them getting on, on the receiving end of bad experiences. It also comes on the fact that they've done some grimy ass shit. With men. That with men that are married. Lose. Yeah. The, with men that has something to lose. <laughs> so I'm not saying all those situations are the same. I'm saying that we're human beings. Yeah. And as human beings, human beings are imperfect. So this the the whole idea of the fact that we could buy into the fact that if a relationship ends, just think about this, right? This is the way the human brain is set up. So I'm about to mind fuck you right now. Two people are in a relationship, right? For five or six years, they break up. Who gets the blame automatically? The guy. The guy. Every time. What did he do? Did he cheat? Who they're not it's not even who cheated. They're like, oh my God, he must have cheated. Because there's this pre, there's this like, there's this like microwaved idea that men are just these dogs that cheat. I mean, you don't really know why it ended. Just like, just out of nowhere, it just based off of, um, not even, not even a historical thing. If I just pointed some white dude and say, that white dude is racist, that shit's gonna stick. You know why? Because of the historical context. That white dude might not be racist at all. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that I said, that white guy is racist. Now everybody going to think he racist. Mm-hmm. And he ain't even did shit. Mm-hmm. But the fact that as men, we've been targeted as no good, lousy, sleazy cheaters and dogs. That even if I ain't did shit, if she says I'm a cheater, it's more believable because she's a woman and I'm a man. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. We gotta, We have to change what we think, folks. Yeah. That's not good. That's real. That's why I don't fuck people's wives, man. I don't fuck people's girlfriends. I probably I'm pretty sure I accidentally fucked yeah, somebody's somebody girl. Yeah, and then I didn't know that they had a man until I seen it on social media. Yeah, I knew for a fact. I met the nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn. Oh, this nigga Keith is cold. <laughs> he was hitting it from the back like the molecular uh <laughs> Oh, oh man. man, that's wild! Oh, this pussy has food coloring. In it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny stuff, man. Yeah, yeah man. The molecular structure different. You said what? Said the molecular structure hit different. <laughs> even in the back. I know that might. You know what? That might be a good uh, topic. Uh, not topic, but a good uh, name for the podcast too. <laughs> molecular, molecular structure. structure. <laughs> I don't know. Orange dickin sounds a little better though. 
People are gonna wonder what does that mean? Yeah. You know, we don't like to do clickbait, uh uh clickbait titles, but it's just whatever we said in the context in the of the uh of the in podcast. The yeah. We kinda throw it out there. Mm-hmm. All right. Switching gears, man. Women hate the friend zone. I think most people hate the friend zone, right? Yeah. But here's the difference between women and men in the friend zone. Men in the friend zone have been in it so many times that when they get rejected eventually, and not to mention some guys are crazy, okay? They are. Mm-hmm. They're like me and Keith were talking earlier saying that you know, men are a little more aggressive. They might, they, they're they they're probably the type of dude that tell the chick, fuck you, bitch, I don't care, you know? <laughs> but women hate the friend zone because in society, women face way less rejection than men. Yes, I said it. You're going to say, oh, you're so wrong. You have no idea what you're talking about, Eddie. Stop mansplaining to me about rejection. I think at least six out of ten dudes just want to stick their dick in something. (laughs) Right? They wanted to stick their dick in something. And a lot of women get hit on. A lot. Even if, like, it'd be some women, and I'm not trying to judge people's looks, but there'll be a dude, and as men, we don't admit it, but we notice you know, the the caliber of handsomeness in another guy. Not like, you know, like, oh, this guy's, oh, these look so great. No, but we have an idea. Because if a dude is ugly, we're going to crack jokes on his ass. Mm-hmm. So from, the, from the, the state of ugly to handsome, we know what the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. I've seen dudes that were way out of a chick's league, like they look too good for a chick, and they're fucking with her. But I don't see that play too out play out too much on the other side. It happens, mm-hmm. but I see, I, I typically will see a dude, because like I said, dudes just want to fuck something. Mm-hmm. So women face a lot less rejection. But when you do reject them, sometimes they get mad, bro. Yeah. They get, they start acting different, different. Yeah. You'd be like, look, man, I don't have to like you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And these will be the same women that like, oh my God, all these guys are trying to hit on me. I don't even want them. And then they, they shoot, they shot at you and you ain't really fucking with them like that. And they're just like, oh, how dare he? There's some women that would accuse you of being gay because you ain't fucking with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I like pussy, but I don't like yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, most of it is not even about, like, liking a person or not liking someone. It's more so about, like, um, well, not more so, but also a case where, you know, you talked about the girl earlier where, you know, um, you were attracted to her but you just or we were talking about it off air yeah, but yeah, you, yeah. you know the girl that you're attracted to but you know you just couldn't mess with her because her mental state is all over yeah the place. it was off man yeah so that'd be a lot of it too i think uh um, yeah. at least for me like i i can't be you know running through any and everything especially at 27 like i got yeah i got i got my dick got standards these days yeah mm-hmm. this is podcast dick now <laughs> 85 episodes of podcast dick yep yeah, this is new. This is a whole new level right here. <laughs> this is this is an average of two hours of podcast content. Dude. How long we on right now, man? Uh, it's about to be two hours. See what I'm saying, man? Yeah, this is two hours of podcast dick that you getting now. Yeah, you know this ain't no regular slouch Joe Blow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This that this that major league. It's that longevity dick. This is that this is that Seattle Mariners. <laughs> this ain't no this ain't no uh, triple triple A baseball shit. This ain't no triple A dick. <laughs> Major leagues. This ain't no NCAA. <laughs> That's comedy. But yeah, I think um 
but in, in my experience, um, it is difficult for, for women to handle that. Um, yeah. I, um, have, I wouldn't say I put women in the friend zone, but I have told them that we won't have any sort of like sexual relationship. And most of them don't even talk to me anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of says a lot about, you know, how they were feeling about you know, just being in the friend zone. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just strange. You you would think that they would know how to deal with it because they, they have put so many other mm. men in, in the friend zone. But mm. yeah, you know, when it comes to that, they I don't know what it is, whether it's an ego or, you know, it's you know, just being around you reminds them of, you know, what could have been or whatever, but for whatever reason they just they just don't know it, how to do it. It's different when you're always on the offense though. Yeah. You know, you're always getting guys in your inbox. You're always getting guys coming at you that like you and hey, I just want to let you know that you're so beautiful and you know I you know I just want to have my name is Chad. I just want to introduce myself. That's the type of world that women live in. Mm-hmm. They got a million dudes inboxing them all day. And women's women spend a lot of time curving dudes, mm-hmm. you know, or not even giving them a shot. So what when they finally pick and choose and they like I like him right and they throw the pussy at you or they try to like you or whatever and you don't go for it sometimes they don't know how to handle rejection yeah they in they, they think that like they take rejection the wrong way with me i don't feel like i'm entitled to shit yeah there's been some girls where i'm like god i want that chick so bad like she is sexy i want her bad and then i'm talking to her and then I'm thinking like you know what I might have a chance and then the next day I'm like oh she don't like me at all yeah. so then what I do is is I completely like remove the whole idea of me and this girl ever being anything I completely eliminate it mm-hmm. but that's worked out for me two different ways yeah. one way is obviously this chick's not fucking with me nothing's happening she's not even attracted to me at all another thing happened where I back off, I play it cool, and now this chick's fucking hitting on me now. Mm-hmm. So I think that some women are also used to men being so aggressive that they're like, okay, he's not aggressive with me. He's a cool guy. He's funny. So let me see what's up. It yeah. worked out that way. Yeah. But, yeah, for the most part, women are not engineered to be rejected. Because mm-hmm. for some reason, they feel rejected by society. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they do, bro. Women yeah. feel like I'm like They're my outcasted by the whole community. My lips are just weird. My body's not the way I want it to be. And these chicks will be fucking sexy, nice asses, titties, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they'll be the same ones that's like, yeah, it's like I'm just, secure. I'm not. I have one chick say, I'm not gonna, you know, I don't wanna. But she basically, after we had sex, she was like, uh, putting her clothes on or whatever. And I was like, She's like, I just, I just, I have to put my clothes on. It don't feel good right now. I was like, what? That's crazy. I was like, what are you talking about? So it's weird. Women have these weird insecurities, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, this chick has got a nice body. What the fuck is she talking about? Yeah, she drunk. Yeah, you got. <laughs> yeah. You, you tripping? Nah. You got a fat booty, girl. You better keep them pants off. Yeah, and I don't like spending too much time trying to convince women of how beautiful they are. Yeah, that's not your job. It's not my job. Cause and they, it's already. With 30 plus years of damage, you know what I mean? Or 27 right. plus years of damage that, you know, people not telling them that they're beautiful or right. them not being comfortable with themselves. So right. it, you can't it, do under, you can't undo that in an hour. In an hour. No, nah, I can't. I can just give you some dick and then that's all I could do. <laughs> but I think what it is, is a lot of these toxic relationships that women get in with these men and these mm-hmm. men make them feel very inadequate. Yeah. These men that don't give them compliments, these yeah. men that, 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 um, 
I don't know. They don't they don't do anything to compliment her confidence. Yeah. They laugh at her, they crack jokes on her. I've had girls tell me that their ex used to crack jokes on them from being flat chested. Um that they all kinds of shit. And I'm thinking like, girl, you got a fat ass and this dude is telling you this. And it's just like it's was weird to me. Yeah, that's a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah, so I think if women face any sort, it's there's so many different things though. But mm-hmm. if women face any sort of rejection, then they always um, they go back to that ex that yeah. made them feel really inadequate. Yeah. So that could be another element involved. I just think men don't have as much as a hang up, mm-hmm. um, in regards to their self confidence as women do. Because mm-hmm. if you see the sexiest women. And you could crack a joke that's not even a bad joke, like, dang, uh, like, dang, you look hella white today. You need to get a tan or something or just crack yeah. a joke, and they'll be just all insecure. Yeah. I remember I was chilling with this girl, and she was she was really skinny, but she was still, like, attractive, and she still had right. a nice body. Yeah. Um, and, like, I could see her, her freaking bones were, like, poking out of her elbows or whatever. Damn. I was like, dang, girl, you skinny. And she was like, pussy. oh, my God. <laughs> Bony pussy. <laughs> I'm like, was, I'm like, I got some PJ to it too. <laughs> PB and J. <laughs> yeah. But I was just making a joke. I was like, dang, girl, you skinny. And she was like, oh my gosh, don't say that. And then that that clued me in. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she's insecure about her. Right. So I just. You know. Right. I think that what, I think I found the answer. The reason why women have a problem with the friend zone or rejection or whatever mm-hmm. is based on the fact that. They go back to the in, in the insecurities within themselves when they're not accepted by the man that they want. They spend a lot of time rejecting a lot of men, mm-hmm. and then finally, when they get the man that they want, and they, the man don't like them, then they assume that the man doesn't like them for the same reasons they don't like themselves. Mm, that's a fact. Yeah. That- <laughs> yeah. I that- wish I could give an example, but like I know this. I, I'm gonna give this like. Uh, this um it's not a real example but there's this girl that <laughs> likes me per se mm-hmm. and um she has a problem with um this again this is not a real example she's she's very she's no i won't even say that um let's say her teeth right um when she when she looks in the mirror at her teeth um she's like complete she don't even like to smile right, she, right. She, and stuff like that right so, um, you know, we have this uh, working relationship, you know, maybe she has a, um, maybe she's a, a fitness person mm-hmm. and she's like, she, we, I reach out to her, she reaches out to me and she wants to do like some, some visual content or something like that. And then we meet and then she actually starts to, starts to like me. Right. And in my mind, I'm like, yo, I'm not. Like if I'm working with a person, generally, like I don't want to like no. mix business and pleasure, so I would just keep it, keep it really cordial, right? So you know things happen or whatever, and she may, um, she may invite me to her, uh, her. Maybe she has a uh, an opening at her gym or something like. She'll yeah, invite yeah. me out, and in her mind, she's like, "Oh, this is an opportunity where mm-hmm. I could really show him that I like him and right, 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 introduce right, right. him to my friends right, and stuff right, right. like that." But in my mind, I'm like, "Yo, this is not gonna happen." But right. um, so I pull up and then everything goes good, you know, handle my business. And every Sunday I got the podcast, so I ain't missing the podcast for nothing. So I dip from there and then she'll text me like, 
hey, like, you know, how like how was the, the little opening? Was it cool? I'm like, yeah, it was cool. And then, you know, out of nowhere, she'll be like, is it my teeth? And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, you know, there's nothing wrong with you. You're perfectly fine. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, you know, I'm not. <laughs> it's like whatever. <laughs> I don't know what insecurities you got going on, but like, right. you know, that's not not for me to say but i'm just like yo i'm I'm not really looking for any kind of relationship or anything right now i don't have to like you that's the number one point yeah exactly and you know for whatever reason you know like you said but that's not a real example but i've had an exactly likewise Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right i just think that the number one thing that men and women need to understand is you're entitled to nothing yeah and just, just you may want something but you're entitled you're not entitled to it Mm -hmm. so i i think that once you remove those once you remove those, uh, uh, not just not so much the entitlement. Once you once you remove that, then you won't have a problem. Mm-hmm. Once you remove those expectations, excuse me. Mm-hmm. If you remove those expectations, then you'll never be caught up in that situation. But I just think that the girl that in your situation, she was like, "I'm he's gonna like me." I'm I think he does. Yeah. And when women go through these situations, they really, really, genuinely like you. That's what, that's the problem that I run into, right? Yeah. It, it's one thing for me to reject a girl that I just want to get hit. Yeah. But the girls that be running into me be like ones that really be liking me. Yeah. Be talking to me about the, talking to me to their parents and their oh, friends man, and come on. telling the world. Like I I've been <laughs> I've been in multiple situations where I would be out at a place. Yeah. And the girl that likes me is telling like DJ or telling oh Chris or telling my God. brother. They're telling their friends. And then it, it puts me in an awkward situation because yeah. they'll be like, hey, Keith, hey, man, a girl like you. And I'm like, okay. Like, I, didn't, you, I didn't sign up for this. What do you want me to do about it? It's like, you know. I just think what it is is women that are used to dealing with, with scumbags, right? Mm-hmm. They can, they can. They could, they could, there's like a clear indication between a guy that is not a good person and a person that's doing something. Yeah. And I think they like you, like they like Keith, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't like Keith because he's this cool guy. They don't Mm -hmm. like Keith because he got swag. Mm -hmm. They like Keith because they like the person. Mm -hmm. So I think when a woman likes the person, then they're like they just have it just triggers all these different emotions like i really like him yeah but it was some nigga named daquan that hit it last week i'm not that that's what i was gonna say next i can't be the trophy nigga for you (laughs) (laughs) like you can't be (laughs) you can't be dating a nigga from the east side and then a nigga from the west side and then (laughs) and then get a molecular structure nigga like myself Yeah, I'm not doing that. You know, you got your ex husband that beat you, and then you got the other the other boyfriend that that peed on you, and then here I come to save the day. Fuck, That's not that. gonna happen, bro. That, fuck that. <laughs> like, no, no offense. This yeah. is this is gonna sound horrible, right? But I'm not a huge fan of women who um, have not taken the time to heal themselves. I don't mm-hmm. want damaged women. Mm-hmm. I'm too old for that. So That's some right. women don't realize it, but they're damaged. And then they're damaged, but then they see a guy that's a great guy, and they're like, I want him. That's yeah. not how it works, baby. Yeah. Fix yourself first. Facts. Fix yourself first, and then yeah. come correct. Yeah. And then even then, I still might not like you. Mm-hmm. Right? I think, it, honestly, I think <laughs> this is, a uh, outside of all the jokes, I think this is an important conversation because yeah. um, 
be, just the way our society is set up, men yeah. are set up to, you know, go after the women. A hundred percent. And biologically, that's just how it works also. Mm-hmm. But um, there's often times where women are the ones pursuing men. Yes. So I think this is just, you know, an important conversation to have on that level. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you, you sometimes the, when a woman's pursuing you, it's like you're trying to, I won't say damage control, but you're trying not to hurt her feelings. Yeah. You know, if, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. if you're a guy, there's a lot of dudes that don't give a fuck about women's feelings. I do. I do care, though, because whenever you've been a person that had your feelings hurt, I'm not in the I'm not in the business of hurting women. Yeah. So I'm very uh, cognizant of the signs and the things that she's trying to say to me. And I'm like, this chick does like me. I'm, I don't make an assumption that women like me. But if I find out that she does, mm-hmm. then I'm very careful with that. I'm not going to be like, no, nah, I'm good. Don't talk to me no more. Don't hit. Don't use yeah. my number. I just, I just, I will communicate in a way that lets her know that I respect you, but I'm not romantically interested. Yeah. You know? And, or, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no. And I've had it done to me where I was pursuing a woman and the way, the tone of how she texted me told me that she was not interested in me. And mm-hmm. guess what I did? I took a sign. I took a hint and I backed the fuck off. Yeah. So. I was going to say for me, um, if you know, obviously, you can have situations where you know you you just got like a friend with benefits and right, you right. smack every now and then, right? But um, if I I wouldn't have a that type of thing if I knew off the bat that that person liked me, right? Because it it could get really confusing and you yes. know, that that generally doesn't end well. True, um, but if I know going into it that you know we could just like do you know do our thing and have fun here and there and meet up whenever, um, then then I would be more inclined to do that. Just because I know how how um like the sexual energies get transferred. Yeah. And, like people start to fall in love. And, you know, if you don't feel the same way, then, you know, that girl is gonna be searching for, you know, those things. Yeah. They can feel yeah, you gotta be careful mm-hmm. with the energies, man, because mm-hmm. a woman can feel the, the the solar power through the dick. Yeah. She can feel that uh Potential energy through the yeah. urethra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she could feel the molecular structure <laughs> through the, vag- the vaginal walls. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, crazy. She could feel the uh, Newton's laws of physics. Oh, uh, it's crazy. Nigga be sticking the whole periodic table in the pussy. <laughs> she can feel the thermodynamics through the dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, look, before we wrap it up, I'll just say this. Ladies, don't be offended if there's a guy that you really like and he's not really giving you the, you know, the, 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 um, the confirmation you need. Just back the fuck yeah. off. That may that may want you to push harder. Right. Um, I've had a girl tell me that. Like, I'd be like, "Oh, uh, I don't really want a relationship right now," which is basically meaning I don't want to be in a relationship with you, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But um, and then they they'll say something like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep trying. Though. I'm gonna keep trying." Wow, are you yeah. serious? Yeah. No. Not really how it works but no uh, that's yeah. i don't i don't like my thing is this you know how women say they don't like aggressive men they don't like men that cat call them they don't like men that you know keep on trying to come at them and stuff and i respect that i don't think you should be cat calling women or doing none of that but i don't think that it's okay for women to be 
that aggressive when you've basically made it known that you don't like them. Yeah. That's like, if it was the other way around, women would be calling the dude a creep, calling him rapey, all kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Cause I think, I think we'd be in trouble. If women had dicks, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't like me, huh? <laughs> you gonna find out. <laughs> oh man. There are some women that got dicks. Yeah, like I said, if it, uh, um, <laughs> That nigga, uh, Young Buck, know exactly who. Okay, that's a that's a Jenner. Nah, uh, <laughs> that's a Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man! God, All right, man. It's about time we wrap this up, man. Mm-hmm. If you've been listening to this whole episode, episode eighty five, we appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Truckers Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K. Thanks. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>